I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Hello again, friends. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two friends sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. I have pried the controller out of my hands. My name is Jordan Ferguson. Um, and I just showed up. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. She's holding the controller hostage, so I will actually record this episode. Yeah. If you would like... It's true. <laughs> we have so many episodes, Caitlin. This is episode 95. I know. 95. 95. It's amazing. It is amazing. How did we ever get this far? I have no idea. If you want to chart our progression through 95, and it's even more than 95 when you think about it, but if you want to listen to all those episodes, because we have so many. So many. You can go find where we live, which is soundcloud.com slash geekdownpod. That's right. For the moment. Venture capital pending. I'm really glad you're doing this this week. <laughs> is it coming as a surprise to you every time I say something? I know. I just every time you're like this thing, I'm like, that's right. right that, there is that, that is a thing. thing. That is a thing. We do have that. <laughs> we have SoundCloud, which is where the show lives. Provided SoundCloud stays in business. If you have any ideas on how to keep SoundCloud in business, they'd probably really like to hear them. Or if you just like to give them money and you're really wealthy, you could do that, and then you could give us money. We want much less money than SoundCloud would. Yeah, it's true. Guaranteed. That is where the show lives. If you follow us on there, you will get a notification every time a new episode goes live. If while you're there, you're like, this is too much work. The Christmas season is here. My fingers are tired. I am. I was out shopping on Black Friday. People are awful. I don't want to expend any effort. I want everything done for me. Hey, you know what? Some people might judge you. We don't. We understand. We just want that. You want that hotness brought to you? We are happy to accommodate you. You will have to click one more button. It will take you to Apple Podcasts. And you'll have to click a second button, which says subscribe. And then once you do that, you can park your ass, fire up the Netflix, and every Tuesday you will hear some chimes on the air, almost a frosty like, breeze. Almost a, like a the like audio sound of glistening. Whatever <laughs> if, that If glistening had a sound, had when a you sound? whatever you hear in your head when you think of glistening, that's what you'll hear. And you'll know. That there's a little tiny elf in your phone shoving new episodes of Geek Down into it. So yeah. you can deposit them into your ear hole. Yeah. It'll just, it'll just appear. It's like magic. Like an elf? What are you talking about? Are you new? His name's Chauncey. He's an internet elf. He's the Geek Down internet elf. He rides or dies for Kate and Jord. Yeah. It's mostly for Kate. Mostly for Kate. Let's be honest. Jordan never hears from him. Yeah. He texts me all the time. But as long as, as, long as Kate's here, Chauncey will be there delivering yeah. you piping hot fresh episodes of the geek down to your device if you're like listening to this saying none of this makes any sense you people are delusional there's a couple ways you can let us know that yeah twitter.com slash geek down pod or at geek down pod yeah on the twitters it's one way you can communicate with us uh i had a good run on twitter this week yeah. i always look back on my twitter my twitter <laughs> interactions it's usually just travis and kira but you're just like this has been good I like to be like did i put anything on twitter that was funny this week yes yes i think i did we offer something. Uh, we also have an Instagram. It, that's at Geek Down as well. Also at Geek Down Pod. At Geek Down Pod. If you would like to let Caitlin know to stop bashing the table when she when she talks with her hands. I mean, she's I'll on the try, mic. but no promises. Um, on the Instagram this week, if you follow us on Instagram, you'll have seen the Doge record. The Doge. I'll put the Doge record on there. We've talked about now for like three weeks. And and the records, how they're slowly creeping into our space. The records are fine. <laughs> Just straighten up the records. 
The records are, f- <laughs> they slip. The records are fine. <laughs> They're fine. Slowly creeping. Shut up. They're fine. Um, we have that. We also have email, which is geekdownpod at gmail.com. If you have something lengthy, you would like to let us know. Requiring yeah. more than, was it 280 characters now? Oh, or, or, or you can just send us like fan art. We would love fan art. You know, love we've it. only ever gotten one piece of fan art. Oh, well, oh yeah, that's true. Well, we commissioned the other one. Yeah. <laughs> one unsolicited piece of fan art. Give us some more. You think you're not a good artist? We'll be the judge of that. We'll be the judge. Let us judge you. Yeah. Don't judge yourself. Love yourself. I mean, we won't judge you negatively. No, just absolutely not. Just judge it normally. And then we might post your fan art on our Facebook group. Which is at www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. There you go. Got the whole thing this time. I got the whole thing this time. Sometimes I forget things. Like just trail off. Like the important parts. I get distracted easily. (laughs) If you're listening to this saying to yourself, this setup sounds janky. Number one, (laughs) you're correct. It's not that bad. It's not that janky. Listen, I've said it repeatedly. I will say it again. This program sounds much better than a lot of other ones I hear. No shots, but shots. <laughs> no shots, but shots. That's like, sorry, if, not sorry. If you think if you think we're talking about you, look at yourself. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Look at the mics you're using. Look at yeah. how you're rigging them up. If you would like to ensure that this program does not sound any jankier. And, and maybe even sounds a little bit better. Or maybe has another voice. Like besides a guest. The, the rich baritone of myself and... Caitlin. Caitlin also has baritone, I guess. Fuck it. I'll say it. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I'm like an alto. <laughs> yeah, you're probably an alto. I know nothing alto. about music. I played um, music for like 15 years. I know nothing about it. I could, I also, I do sound like a 12 year old. Like I know that. That's fine. Uh, you do, but you have, you do have that rich vocal fry. You have a lot of vocal fry in your voice. I'm vocal fry. Look at that. I'm so excited. That's a very fascinating thing to look into, by the way. Vocal fry? The, the, the vocal fry, if you're unfamiliar, is the kind of like buzz that happens in your voice mm-hmm. like people have attributed it to the kardashians oh and how it used to be up talking which i just did yes and how people would look at like especially for women how that's like up talking is a thing that happens with women a lot because it's just smash the patriarchy it's like they're everything is low-key a question even if they say it it's also i'm going how, to go to the mall today it's all but that's also comes from being young and and how the people around you speak. I mean, that that was very mm. Valley Girl-esque. I mean, that's where it came from. Yes, but also when you read... And when everything sounds like a question, some linguists and, you know, cultural interpreters. Yes. Sociologists, I guess. Is that what they're called? <laughs> Anthropologists, sociologists. Sometimes in there as well has to do with the relationships between men and women and how women up-talk at the end because they are questioning even they don't realize they're doing it they're questioning what they're saying to make sure it's okay i I don't think it's that complex um, to be perfectly honest well i have read that before vocal fry is when you hear anybody do an impression of a kardashian they go oh my god (laughs) like that buzz in your voice um that is vocal fry one of uh one of the reasons freddie mercury's voice is so interesting taking a turn is is because of vocal fry and he has a when people sing, they've got a, it's not so much a fry, but it's like a, what it vibrates at. Vibrato, yeah. Yeah, vibrato, and his vibrato is faster than a lot of people's. Oh. Um, yeah, I read a whole little video, or read, sorry, watched a whole little video on it. was a Vox it. Explainer, wasn't it? Uh, no, I don't think it was Vox, but it, I got there from listen, so you, watching Vox You love stuff. your Vox Explainers? I 
love the vlog, especially about music because I I appreciate music, but I don't know much about it. There are some very. I watched a twenty minute video on Vox about why all snare drums sounded the same in the eighties. Yes, gated reverb. You yes. sent it to me, I think. Oh yeah, possibly. Um, so good, fascinating, so fascinating. Phil Collins, you're the man. Yeah. Phil Collins, it was Phil Collins engineer. It was, it was, no, it was Peter Gabriel. Oh, yeah. It was Phil right. Collins recording for Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Which also just made me happy. I like knowing that even after Peter Gabriel left, that they were, him and Phil were still friends, and Peter and Phil Collins played on his album. Which is nice. Friends are nice. Friends are nice. Friends are nice. High five for friends. High five. She's yeah. my friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we started talking about. Yeah, what were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about trying Vocal to make fry. it sound not as janky. <laughs> if you would like to have more of a reason to tell us to shut the fuck up and stay on topic. We are very on topic on bonus episodes, which go to our patrons. Yes. You can learn more about how to become one at patreon.com slash geekdownpod, or you can contribute to this endeavor for $1, $5, $10, up to $25, mm-hmm. or even apparently $3. Yeah. We a- don't know how that happens. It's the Misha. It's the Misha tier. <laughs> Caitlin won't let me call it the Misha Memorial tier <laughs> because he's still alive. Yes, but. very much alive and doing well. Misha figured out how to do this. We don't know how to, how we did it. He's apparently going to tell us for Christmas. Yeah. He let us know on Facebook that we'll soon we'll know how to set up the Misha tier. <sighs> uh, good times. Well. Our fans are the best. Our fans are the best. We thank you, fans. Yeah, we We're amazed it. you're here. We're still amazed you're here and that you love us and we love you. And we love each other. Blah. That's from Chicago. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Uh, they love me, and I love them, and we love each other. I don't think I've ever seen Chicago from beginning to end. What? Yeah, write, it, write it down. Oh, musicals is a whole train you could go down, by the way. Oh, oh God. The, gl- oh, the, glee, no. the glee in her face. If you want some savagery to come from this microphone, sure, start handing me musicals, because I don't really fucks with them. But Oh, no. Oh, the glee. The glee in her face, listeners. Once the musicals start flying. There are so many musicals. <laughs> you think for someone who played Judas in an amateur production of Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> that uh, I would be more into musicals, but mm-hmm. I'm actually not. Actually not. Amazing. Hot take? Yeah. I really fucks with Hamilton that much. Yeah, I know. Well, we've, uh, we've already talked about that. So not really a hot take. It's like a medium take. And I only think it's a hot take in the culture of it. For I think, listen, uh, Hamilton is what your grandma thinks rap sounds like. <laughs> Listen, uh, when Hamilton first dropped, I said, that sounds interesting because I heard from a lot of people that like, and listen, I like Lin-Manuel. I like what he does. I like him as a person. Yeah. I have seen him rap on a BET cipher. Like he's very talented and I know he's of the culture and he respects that culture. Yeah. But it's still a musical. Yeah. So I like you too, David Diggs. But when you get out there and it's time for you to start rapping, you got to enunciate so the people in the back can hear you. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't rap to me. Yeah. I want not- fucking mumble mouth juvenile talking about how not, i can barely it, understand what he's saying it's not rap it's it's a musical that but has I, elements of rap there were people out in these digital streets talking about how hamilton was the best rap album of the year the hamilton oh. soundtrack was the best rap album of the year well that's not true and your man's went hmm. 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 which is no for those of you who don't know Jordan. Yeah, this is <laughs> skeptical face so, well, yeah, apparently, I hope y'all like musicals, listeners, because apparently I'm getting the, she just wrote like 15 of them down on a page. You don't get to know yet. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we're wearing the lead. I have a PlayStation 4, Caitlin. 
Um, yes, I know, because that, that's immediately what you told me when you got it. It's just like, I got a PlayStation 4, don't expect to hear from me for a while. <laughs> Jordan has a PlayStation 4. Bye. Bye. Um, yeah, so after all the fucking hemming and hawing, thank you, Kira, for congratulating me <laughs> on Twitter. Um, long-time listeners know this has been a very long, long, like everything else in my life, People have been listening to me hem and haw about it for much longer than they would have preferred. So much so that they finally just told you to just buy it. It's just like, we have had enough. If you go broke, we'll give you the money. We just don't want you to talk about this anymore. So um, at this point, how old is the PlayStation 4? In its life cycle? Yeah. Um, it launched on November 15th, 2013. Okay. So it's uh, it's four years old. But this generation... There seems to be a more incremental thing going on. Both oh. the PlayStation and the Xbox One. The Xbox One has put out the Xbox One S. No, that's the cheaper one now. Oh. Or X or something. And there's the PlayStation Pro. And really, there's been some slight performance upgrades to these. And it's like when the iPhone comes out with like the iPhone 6S. It's like a little better, but it's not doing that much more. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have Apple products. iPhones. What is an iPhone? <laughs> what is an iPhone? What's an iPhone? They're all just black boxes to me. Or like, you know, are, do you keep up on updating your Android software? Yes. So maybe sometimes the Android software doesn't do much. It's not like a full upgrade. It's not like they've changed the dessert. Yeah. It doesn't make it all look so... Oh, even that, like where they haven't... So the Android... OS's are always named after a tasty treat. Yes. So I, sometimes maybe like Jelly Bean becomes like Jelly Bean S or Jelly Bean or I don't know that they do that jelly much. Bean. But they just yeah, they're like, please update your phone for these upgrades. Sometimes, I don't even know what one we're on anymore with Android, but sometimes they'll do it and I'm like, Oh, I don't like that interface. Yeah. But sometimes they yeah, like they don't do anything. They just make they make a couple tweaks that are like, Hey, now the file organization system works better. It's an under yeah. the hood thing that you're never gonna really notice. Yeah. The PlayStation Pro and the Xbox whatever is similar to that. Right. Like, they kind of gave a little tweak. And the big thing is these, like, TVs with, like, 4K resolution or whatever. Yeah. The games will work with that now. And most people don't have a 4K TV and don't care enough to get a 4K TV. So, sidebar to that, um, Quora, the, like, fancy version of Yahoo Answers. Yeah. I get, like like, a digest email. From there, and proof that they're always oh. watching. Yeah, just be like, "What's happening on Quora that you might have been interested in?" Here's an email about a question you might have been interested in. Yeah, proof that they're always watching and they're always listening. Most of my Quora questions, which I never really thought about before, but we're always about Japan. Yeah, life in Japan, the culture, the language, mm-hmm. things like that. Last week, my Quora digest said, "Here's a question you might find interesting." What's the average life cycle of a PlayStation? Ah. Uh, I never search that on Quora. I never even go to Quora in the first place, really. I just get the emails, and sometimes I read the answers to the questions. They're always watching. Always watching. Google is always watching. Hey, this is the same thing about uh, the black hair tutorials. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I, I have occasionally watched tutorials about, like, how to do certain things with black hair. <laughs> I find it really fascinating. Okay. It's a whole, Just want to be prepared. It's a whole culture I know nothing about, right? I need to be more respectful and like what... In case there's a weave emergency at the office, you just got to... No, and just so that it's it's knowing how much effort it takes someone to... 
really does do their hair or to have it natural or right i think once you demystify those types of things you can understand someone a little bit better um yeah and i find it really fascinating and really cool and sometimes i'm beautiful really just like stunning so hey if you know nothing about it as somebody who's gone on an occasional date with a black woman yeah um getting your hair did is an all-day thing yeah well and it's also it can be if you have a weave put in um it can be a really painful process Mm -hmm. right like just depending on what you've decided and there are lots of different options for lots of different people and i just find it really fascinating but they think that i'm they probably think i'm a black woman (laughs) they've given me a ton of videos and ads specifically i'm guessing targeted to someone who would be a black female in her 30s a lot of murray's hair a lot of murray's hair cream uh sometimes they think i'm a, i'm french no. uh sometimes they think i am japanese and sometimes they think welcome i have several babies and, <laughs> and or i'm about to get married <laughs> yes so of course they do yeah so yeah it's a i get a weird mix of things <laughs> Uh, but to your question, yes, uh, so the, the the all-seeing eye, the Google eye of Sauron is always watching us. And even if they hadn't done this, like, incremental update to the consoles, mm-hmm. it was actually they were going about seven to ten years. Like, the gap between two to three was really long. Okay. And three to four was actually longer than you think. It was about, like, it was probably about seven years. So right. we're at about year four with an incremental update. Right. Probably good to, like, 2020. Okay. Um, if I choose to stay up. I mean, then the thing I hear from some commentators is that as far as like hardware, software on a console, like it's really, it's getting harder and harder to improve. And even as like, I'm not having the, like when I first got a 360 and I fired up Assassin's Creed for the first time, I legit went, (gasps) (laughs) like it looks so amazing. I fired up Grand Theft Auto. And I've had moments where I went, holy shit, that looks really good. But I like didn't the have the windmills. <laughs> I was playing. Obviously, I was playing when Caitlin got here, and fucking it dropped me after after the race. I was showing her <laughs> it dropped me in the middle of nowhere, out in the fucking county. And yes, she saw windmills in the background, and it made her very excited. That that eye for detail made her very excited. The 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 shadows and just everything. A that they added windmills. I thought that was pretty cool. And B that they just had like the shadows and light. I mean, thing. and listen, we'll get to that <clears throat> in a moment, but. I still didn't have that moment of like <gasps> when I fired it up like I did when I with Assassin's Creed when I played right. when I fired that up back in whatever 2005 2007 8 oh, whatever it was man it was um, years ago <laughs> so long ago so long and basically the the advancement might come more in like a VR sort of thing right. like that's where that's where they're putting their time not like eh, let's more frame rate more like the PC <laughs> the PC gamers are out doing that if they want right. to do that um so yes after much hemming and hawing and after uh, my parents finally being like, well, you know what? That sounds like a great – I I put it to them as like Christmas. I was just right. like, listen, years in the past, I've put this on my Christmas list, never really expecting to get one because they are very expensive. If you're listening from America or another part of the world, they still go for about 400 bucks up here. Yes. They retail Canada. They retail in America for like the price I got it for on Black Friday. Right. That's their regular price. Um, and I think they were 200 bucks in the States, which I mentioned last week. Yeah. So the cheapest I could find in Canada was at Walmart for 249 Yeah. Everywhere else had it for 279 which is also not the end of the world. But I would have preferred the Walmart price. Thank you for not paying your employees a fair wage and allowing me to save $30. And needing them to do like food <laughs> drives for each other at Thanksgiving. I am well aware. <laughs> not the, to shame you or anything. the exploitation Jordan. I am taking advantage of. Yes. <laughs> but... Let's let's just be aware. Let's call it for what it is. Thank you, TT. 
fifty year old Filipino woman working the cash at seven a.m. at the Walmart for. Though really, they could easily pay their. I'm just going to go into it now. Socialism, Kate is on a roll. Oh, everybody could. Yeah, they could totally pay all their employees. Yeah, complete- have you seen Have you seen the Loblaws No Frills president like complaining that he's got to pay? He's got to pay three more dollars an hour to his employees. I have not seen that. Oh, oh but I believe he's it. He's very sour. Galen Weston is very. Oh, I don't like that. He's man. very up in his feels about. I don't feel like the other guy, the old guy who used to be there, was his grandpa or something. Yeah. I don't think he would have complained. I don't think he would have complained either. But Galen has got. He's he's very upset. Well, with Galen, the, with the Ontario Liberals might just not have to like take. One of the seven vacations he takes. Hey, Galen, why don't you give yourself a two percent pay cut and yeah, and there we go. He worked hard for that money being born into it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yes. So, told my parents like this is the price I think it's going for. I never really expected to get one from you guys. I just you would ask me for like, what do you want? And I'm like, oh, I want that. I never expected to get one. It's now at a reasonable level where I could get it myself, so I'm probably going to pick one up. If y'all want to kick back a little on that, we'll call it Christmas, you know, whatever. But my mom came back and was like, well, we'll call that birthday. Like, your dad thinks that's a great idea for a birthday present. There you go. Super. Pops, always in your corner. (laughs) Dad's always like, buy the dumb thing. (laughs) Hey, we only live once, right? Dad's like, I got a surround sound bar for my TV. Why? (laughs) I don't know. I don't need it. I don't care about surround sound. The back speakers haven't worked in five years. Um, (laughs) My dad in a nutshell. Um... So I was like, okay, cool. So I'm keeping an eye on that. I have to take a different route home after work. I worked on Black Friday. This week has been nuts, as you can imagine. Yes. As someone who works in the retail field. Ah, oh, yes. Soup's fun. How'd you enjoy parking your ass in an office on Black Friday? I didn't. Nobody e- bugging it, like, you. It like probably came and went yeah, and I was like, know. oh yeah, Black Friday. Oh, that's a thing. <laughs> Just on her phone being like, oh, I guess I'll order a couple gifts. Um, I did not order a couple gifts. No. I've done a lot of my shopping already. No, I have not even started, obviously. Um, <laughs> waiting for that sweet uh, discount sweet, from sweet work. Sweet, staff day. Yep. yep. Waiting on that. Plus, I got gift cards, y'all. Come on now. So I had to take a different route home to hit the Walmart. Right. And I'm just, I'm just fucking refreshing it on, on my phone. Mm-hmm. Just refreshing it. And when I get to the Walmart, is that the Dirty Duff? Right. Duff from all. Woo! Woo! Love the Dirty Duff. Dirty Duff's on the come up. Let's not, let's not lie. Dirty Duff's yeah, doing. it is. Dirty Duff's doing all right. It is. It's still dirty, but it's yeah. it's coming up. Um, they can't help the clientele. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! But as I'm walking along, the parking lot's pretty empty. The mall itself wasn't open till nine. Right. I thought they were going to be open at seven, like everywhere else. Like our dumbass was open at seven. The entire <laughs> mall was open at seven. And I'm walking through the parking lot, and it's not like there's nobody really around. I'm like, meh. I'm just relaxed. I worked hard last night. I'm just like sauntering up and then I'm getting close to the Walmart and I see some guy come out holding one of the Playstations and I'm like <laughs> picking up that pace um, get down there and I see one in the case I'm like Jesus oh. Christ And but it's not priced differently or anything but it's got it was the NHL bundle mm. give a fuck about NHL um, I see it there and I'm like there's four employees and I went to shade on I just was like defending Walmart employees <laughs> like they deserve more money but there's four of them standing there I'm trying to like don't snap at people, Jordan. <laughs> I didn't snap, but I was. I was. You're, you you you're know right. me. When have I ever like I snapped at somebody? I think I don't snap. I stand there and go. You guys don't 
even know the face you just pulled. Jordan's desperate. I need assistance immediately. Face, and I don't want to ask you and interrupt you because that would be rude. But at the same time, fucking look over here and notice me. Uh, it looks like like a cross between some kind of owl and like a man. Oh my god! No, I have to. Oh shit! There's this girl. Alex. I used to work with you. Goddamn. She found a picture of an owl in a book once, and she said it looked exactly like me. And there was a description <laughs> of the owl that they then used for me that entire year. And I can't fuck. I gotta remember what it was. Um, uh, so finally, one of them comes over, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm now relaxed. I'm relaxed. You're stressed. <laughs> like, hi. I would just like to get. That's the PlayStation that's on promo, right? He's like, oh yeah, you can actually just grab one. I was like, oh, you have a pile. He's like, uh, oh no, we have three. Like I, I shoved him to the ground. He's like. <laughs> He's like, I don't want one. I work here. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> I go and I grab it and I get it. Hooray. And then, so the EB wasn't, uh, they didn't have GTA at right. Walmart. And so I figured I'd, they had an EB games at the Dufferin Mall. Mm-hmm. Oof, that's even double, double rough. Double rough. So I go, but they don't open until nine and it's like seven thirty. Right. And I was like, should, should I go back and buy an instant pot or... <laughs> The answer to that question was a yes. Uh, I didn't, though. And even though I low-key regret it, not getting the $50 Instant Pot they had (laughs) at Walmart on promo. Um, But, uh, yeah, then I went and I got some, you know, I never, like, it's rare that I get, like, McDonald's breakfast or anything. Yeah. I got some McDonald's breakfast, sat in front of EB, busted out Facebook Messenger, started yelling at all my friends (laughs) who have been on me about this, then I finally got one. Um and then, oh, the homie Mr. Malash called me. <laughs> he had his own dilemma because there were some there were some Beats wireless headphones that were going to be on promo with the source. Right. And he was like literally sitting in the parking lot of his school just being like, should I buy these? I don't know anything about it. Is it just a name or are they good? Um, it's like, is that the, that the lesson today? Kids are going to learn how to, how, to buy, how, to buy. how to buy Beats headphones online. Online? Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm going to go in, go into the EB. EB's got a weird... The, the overarching narrative here of this story, because yes. my stories always have an overarching narrative, mm-hmm. is just You're a like storyteller. my general return to this world. Yes. Because I haven't really been in it for like 10 years. Yeah. Like we've said before, we've said on the Secret Origins episode, we said like on our fandoms canonical episodes mm-hmm. that like I was the perfect age for video games because as I got older, the games really got better. Like yes. a kid now. It's going and they're playing like, you know, fucking Call of Duty and it looks amazing now. And they've never had to play the like janky, like early 2000s games. Collision, collision (laughs) detection. What's that? Um, (laughs) Like I've told the story before about coming home from school in like the first or second grade and my parents chilling on the couch playing Donkey Kong on ColecoVision because they just went out and bought one and didn't tell me they were gonna. Yeah. And then played it till I got home so they could see me wig the fuck out. <laughs> like, it's one of my earliest memories and, like, early moments of joy in my life. <laughs> just like, oh my god! <laughs> um, and then from there, it was like, you know, I got the Nintendo when I was in, like, 8th grade and I got the Genesis when I was in, like, 10th grade. The graphics were getting better, the stories were getting better. I got, yes. the, I got the PS2 when I was in, like, just out of... I got the PS1, like, in college, and I got the PS2, like, you know, my first Grand Theft Auto games in, like, early to mid-20s. Yeah. And I got the 360 in my late 20s. But then that was it for the 360. It was, like, the prices was too, the price was too prohibitive. And I was like, it's fine. I don't need anything. But then 
shit starts drying up and yeah. the PS4 falls and I set foot in an EB for the first time in like 10 years. And they got a real weird vibe going in there now. Oh, yeah. It's weird. It's a real weird Spencer Giftsy style. <laughs> a lot of Funko Pops. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They had a whole window full of Funko of Pops. Fun- they did at this one, too. Yeah. yeah. A lot of Funko Pops. A lot of... Uh, are you familiar with Super Mario Odyssey? No. So this is the new for the Switch. Right. This is the Mario for the Switch. And part of this, I don't know what this storyline... This is my other thing. Jordan, why'd you get a PS4 when the Switch is like so awesome? Listen, Nintendo's for babies. Or for families. Mostly for babies. Families with babies. Families with babies. Yeah. You tell me how great Mario Odyssey is for your entire life. There's no point in the game. You just fucking run around and get coins. And try to get through. Find the exit. That, that can be fun. I guess. It was fun when I was a baby. <laughs> but I'm not a baby anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, I've had this argument for it. Like, listen, every time Reggie Fisanme comes up at the at, on the fucking stage at Electronics Expo yeah. at, at E3, talks about how it's like, oh, we're just setting a new standard for new, never seen before on Nintendo. I'm like, is it going to be a Mario and a Zelda game? Uh, yeah, it is. Reggie, we're doing is. the same shit. Give me some new IP, Reg. Yeah. Give me some new IP. Really Y'all been milking the IP. same shit for 40 years, which I mean, hey, yeah. cool. You, but you don't, why would you have to? Because you don't, because the fanboys are buying it. I wish they would make an actual Zelda game. How do you mean an actual Zelda game? Like, where it's Zelda. Just doing oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's actually very interesting that the game's been called Zelda for like 30 years, but Zelda has never been the main, the main point of the game. Like, like Link is like like so in the background. Like, you can barely see Link. Link is still like fucking around with the fairies. And like, Zelda's like Zelda's doing that shit. Yeah. Get at me. <laughs> Get at her, Reg. Yeah, she's here. She's here to do, she's here to project manage this process. Yeah. Um, or you know what? It could, it's about Zelda, but it could be called Link. <laughs> well, they did that. The only time they did it was the second Zelda game, which apparently everybody hates, but I low key loved back in the day. I don't know what that is. Um, it was the Adventure of Link. Oh. It's the second Zelda game. I only played the the Zelda game for um oh uh, which the which Nintendo console was it? Um, name some. <laughs> Um, Did you move your arms around a lot? No. Did you play it on a portable system? No. You played it, was it Super Nintendo? No, it was after Super Nintendo. Oh God, I don't know then. Majora's Mask? Ocarina of Time? Uh, Did you play a whistle thing a lot? Yeah. Was there a terrifying moon in it? (laughs) Possibly. Uh, Epona showed up and that was awesome. I learned the Epona song. I don't know what that is. Uh, It was probably Ocarina of Time if you uh, played a food a lot. uh, There was a lot of Mario Kart. (laughs) Here's the other thing about Nintendo in general. So I don't know if I mentioned last year that like my mom had like a like a DS sitting around that she bought at Shoppers because I, I don't know remember. if she thought she was going to do play like Brain Age on it or something, but she never did. Yeah, I was like, "What are you doing with the DS?" Oh, I forgot I have that. Do you want it? Like I never do anything <laughs> with it. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because I, I thought I'd be able to go to like the secondhand, you know, classic game store here and get some games on the cheap. But fucking like, if I want to play like dragon quest on the ds the game the little tiny fucking cart is still like 40 bucks I'm which like, is crazy I'm like fuck yo like yeah. I, thought play, I thought i would play a fun mario game i haven't played one in forever but the fucking cart is like 40 bucks secondhand so no yeah but uh, there's that weird there's that weird thing between like classic and that's why it costs some money yeah. and just fucking old old yeah you can't get it because it's old yeah. not because it's classic because it's just fucking old but no, a coworker gave me some DS games, and there was a Zelda game in there, and I was playing it, and I was kind of enjoying it. But there's always like the fucking gimmickry, like like there's a mic in the DS, okay. So you have to like blow shit a lot. You have to supposed to blow in your <laughs> DS to like make summon the tornado by some like. 
I'm like blown and saying, "What the fuck, Nintendo? Like, just leave me alone and just let me play the shit." Uh, um, I what? I, sorry, I can't believe I can't remember what the console was called. N64. N64. <laughs> so N64, GameCube, Wii, Wii U, Switch. It was it was N64. I played a lot of N64. I did I know anybody who had an N64? Not really. I do remember. I was kind of out on that generation, and then I veered over to PlayStation, and that's where I that's where I lived. And I was kind of out. I mean, I didn't have a Nintendo console after the original NES, but I definitely remember we like rented, you know, Blockbuster would let you rent systems right. or something. So we rented an N sixty four, and just like <laughs> working with the Z axis for the first time on Mario sixty four, like because it was an actual like three D game that you could move in all directions, yeah. and it was like. Uh, uh, I'm 17 and my brain is like melting down so my ears. N64 was like my introduction to video games because um, I wasn't really, people always hogged the Super Nintendo, so I mm. could not play it. Um, and I never got good at it because I wasn't like left alone enough to get good at it. <laughs> Everyone was like, no, I'll show you. And I'd be like, oh, I was really, I was trying to jump. <laughs> I was trying. Um, and, but N64 was mine and I like played nice. Bomberman and... And I got real good at Rainbow Road. Yeah, you said. You said Oof. you were the... What was the hook on Rainbow Road? Just had no edges? It had no edges. Right. You could fall off at any point, And I got unbelievably fast. Um, I was very proud of that. And I played some Zelda. It wasn't my cup of tea. Um, and the summoning Epona was always awesome. Zelda just always gave me the feeling, especially when, like, SNES onward. Yeah. That, like... There's always hidden shit in it, and you have to find all the hidden shit. So it just seems like yeah. all my time in Zelda was spent smashing pots and cutting down bushes. Oh, I love finding, like, well, I love the hidden shit, and I love puzzles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I love Bomberman, because the puzzles. Um, but that, it, it's the same thing, like, I don't know. There's something about the the actual video games where you are on a mission, right? Like mm. Zelda's on a mission, or Final Fantasy, where you I just find them so boring, so you are the a lot of talk about Final Fantasy in you know with recent developments in my life as well. Yeah. Um and I've mentioned before how even though I talk about the FF13 rule, yes. I'm kind of an FF13 apologist <laughs> at the same time cuz people are like the FF13 rule when FF Final Fantasy 13 came out, Final Fantasy was always based on like you should go to this town and do, you know, look for this guy. Yeah. Okay, but on your way to that town, you just run around wherever. Yeah. And do whatever you want and run around the world. They've always had this, even from like, you know, the eight bit versions. Go to the town, but you can wander around and go look at these mountains over here and go do that. Yeah. FF thirteen did away with that for two thirds of the game, and then everybody would say like, it gets good once you finally like open the world up. But I didn't even mind the like, I like the battles. I ended up liking the battle system so much in Final Fantasy thirteen that I didn't mind like running down a hallway to right. to do whatever. The point is, man, that that was a great detour. Was, oh, fantastic. That was one of our most epic detours. Yeah. But I always remember them. I always come back. The point is, the current Super Mario game <laughs> for the Switch is based around this notion that, like, his cap has eyes on it. What? And he can, like, throw the cap at people. And if he does, he, like, inhabits them. Mario, like, possesses a bunch of shit. What the hell? He, he possess, was a plumber. He can possess a tree, tree. He can possess a dinosaur. And the dinosaur have, like, a mustache on it. And now, and, like... It's weird. That's the gist. Anyway, so Cappy has become, his name's Cappy. Cappy's become very popular and EB Games was filled with like foam Cappy hats. Oh. Now, yeah, oh, yeah, oh. And the girl, (laughs) 
the girl working there had one on and it's like, yes, you are an electronics boutique <laughs> and you are an EB games employee. Um, that said, we were talking to pops last week about, you know, pops about a switch. Yeah. His kid loves the switch. Uh-huh. Kid loves Mario. That's cute. He's like, you know, five or six or, and he's like really getting into Mario and loving right. it. And they like, he dressed up as Mario pops and his kid were Mario and Luigi for Halloween one year. Aw. Um, and they like drew eyes on the Mario head he already had. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, Pops, well, I was in EB. And he's like, I know, I already bought him one. And yeah. he's going to be getting it for Christmas. And I was like, that's cute. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm at the EB games. And all I knew, obviously, Grand Theft Auto was yeah. that was that was it. That was it. But I wanted to get at least one more. Right. But I didn't know what I was going to get. Like, yeah. Was, like, because Grand Theft Auto is not going to, like, you're not going to be spending the rest of, like, the next two years on it. I don't appreciate your tone. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need to talk about <laughs> just how, well, we'll get to it. Um, I didn't even get to news. It's just, it's just become gaming talk. Yeah. Game and talk with Jordan Kate. <laughs> Super relevant. Five-year-old <laughs> gaming talk. Hey, guys, you know Grand Theft Auto is really good. Um <laughs> Arkham Knight looks gorgeous. So I am of the sort. Games are expensive. They are very expensive. If you're unfamiliar, I'm speaking for the lay people, a new video game now. I'm used to like back in the day, maybe it was 60 bucks, which was still not great. Still not great. Extremely expensive. Now they go for about 80. (laughs) So I will never spend, never spend money, never spend money on a video game. If I am not sure, I will get every penny's worth of use and enjoyment out of that game. Yeah, we don't even use pennies anymore. You know, you know, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, passes that test. Yeah. You know, the only other game I've really ever played that probably passes that test too. What? You can probably guess. But what are you talking about? Skyrim, fool. Oh, Skyrim. Well, it's more than that. You just had to say dragons. <laughs> so for dragons. Fusroda. Fusroda. I was about to say, I'm about to do it. Fusroda. Fusroda. Um. Skyrim, 200 hours, yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. Skyrim is in the Hall of Fame. It's like, that game was worth the money. I have to say. Mm. So um, I know from, like, I, we do this thing, Senior Correspondent and I, he'll play video games, but we like to be, like, in the same room. So I'll, like, do something on my phone or, like, read. You just hang out. Yeah, me, yeah. me and my ex used to do that, too. We yeah. both played Skyrim, and she yeah. would play for a few hours and then just kind of hang out and watch but her. It's Skyrim, like, I Tell love. Tell her she didn't have to steal every pair of pants after <laughs> everyone she killed. I I love watching it. Not, I don't find it fun to play. Mm. Um, but his favorite thing is to make food. He'd be like, Look I never did. I never got into cooking. Oh, in Skyrim. he's like, and if I take these onions and these potatoes and do this thing and I stir it on this pot, I get a pie. So you can make your own potions. Yeah. Um, he loves it. Loves it. So I was then that very funny. So I had to find, you know, what games am I going to get? The only other one that was like, so they've redone Skyrim. For this generation. Uh, you know what? Looks gorgeous. I know. Okay, I know. People are I like, know. do you really want to devote that much time again? again? You can't carry it, it over. It's the same. I only ever played with one character. Oh. I only ever played with Aloro Sachil, my Khajiit spell sword. I was going to say, is it a Khajiit? Khajiit? Of course it's a Khajiit. Khajiit. And I know you're wondering, I was asked, he's not addicted to skooma. He's trying to be a better role model for his race. Oh, that's very nice. Aloro Sachil doesn't fuck with the skooma. Good. And I would low-key get sad every time I saw a Khajiit caravan that had been attacked on the side of the road and they were all dead. It made me real sad. That's really sad. That's my people. Or when you know people who were like, you saw people who were like addicted. Khajiit have a very bad reputation in Skyrim. They do. They do. 
Y'all don't know. Y'all are out there listening. They're just you're, travelers. You're not legit game. You're, you, you never really gamed to this level, so you don't. <laughs> and I'm not even like a. I'm not a hardcore gamer, but like, I was deep on Skyrim. I, I read books in Skyrim, y'all. I would yeah. pick up a book and I would read it. I would make senior correspondent read it. I'm like, <laughs> we're reading this book now. You know how much time I spent building a library in one of the houses I bought? Oh. Putting one book after the other onto the fucking shelf and organizing them. And it's a Bethesda game, so it's glitchy as fuck and the books would fall off. And oh. you'd, have to- <laughs> you'd be so angry. <laughs> Girlfriend come back in. What are you doing? It's like the books are not staying <laughs> on the shelf. Um, so there have been number one. They put all the expansions yeah. into this next gen version. Yeah, so they put out some DLC. I okay. played the vampire one for the 360. I did not play the Dragonborn one, which was like you went back to Morrowind. Oh, um, and there was a second Dragonborn no. that you had to fight in the end. Another one I played. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Was uh, I think it was called Har- no? What's it called? Hearthstone. That's a dumb game. <laughs> that's a that's a dumb Blizzard game about playing cards. Um, I played it for a bit. Hearthfire maybe or something like that. Um, it was basically like the crafting build your house type of game and you could get married and you could have kids. And I spent so much time oh my gosh. making the most epic house in Skyrim. Like you could actually build it, build it. Yeah. Like legit had to go get wood and needed this materials to make this thing. So could you could you, make that table. Could like, you make your own plans or did they, oh, they, cause they always have the ones that you could just like build by their No, plans. it had to go by, they were preset. But there were three or four you could get. Yeah. And I ended up getting this one. One was, um, and the, but each one had a different thing. Right. And the one I went with had the, um, the best like armory option. Right. Like there's a room in this house where you walk into and there's just like all the weapons plaques and mm-hmm. all the dummies for your armor and shit. And yeah. in the back, there was like a place where you could like taxidermy a troll and shit. So you go in the back and I had like a fucking, like the tree spirit yeah. thing. And a dragon skull, and it was like it was a bomb ass house. Did it have all of the glass cases? Yep, for all your brooches. Yep, but it was out by uh, Solitude. Yeah, so it was real cold. Oh, yeah, real cold, real gray, and like yeah. not, not the best environment. Your wife didn't like it. My wife did not. Ayla did not like it <laughs> at all. By the way, not a whole lot for wives to do in Skyrim. No, Ayla was a member of the Companions. She's a goddamn werewolf. Yeah, she's real sad. She's real sad. I married her. It's not a happy marriage. No, it was her and the kids. The only woman, she was an adventurer. She was an archer. She taught me archery. The only woman who like was like so happy to be there is the one from the the store, the sister. Oh, no, I thought you were, everybody. I didn't even bring this up, but somebody at work we were talking about Skyrim. He mentioned this character by name. It's the first uh, when you first buy a property in White Run. Is that the okay. first town? Yeah, I think so. Lydia. Which one's Lydia? Lydia becomes your like house Carl at that location. Oh yeah, the one who just like chills out. Oh, yeah. If you need a partner, you're like Lydia. Let's go. Yeah. And she comes with you, and you can't marry Lydia, and yes. every, everybody wants to marry, marry Lydia. Lydia. So Lydia's the best sister, best companion. It's the sister of the guy who runs the store, and she's just like, "Oh God, I hate this place. Please oh, I don't remember take her. me out." It's the first town you get to. Very That's first West White Run, yeah. Um, and she's just like, it's the guy with the golden claw. He's like, I have this claw, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's listen, actual story related shit to Skyrim. I haven't played in <laughs> His years. His sister's just like, please take me <laughs> out of here. Out of here. Yeah. Um, but I, fu- I wanted to, I remember like, this is like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. In the winter, I like to fire up Skyrim. I just kind of like to be in that world. Yeah. Which is very odd because I remember seeing a two panel comic once that was like somebody coming in from the cold being like, and the caption was not playing Skyrim. <laughs> fucking hate winter it's so cold and ugly out there next panel playing skyrim this world is so beautiful i just want to live there look at the snow falling um and i was like well what haven't i done in skyrim and i don't want to the dragon the other um 
DLC like never went on sale. Right. It was probably only like twelve dollars, but I didn't want to pay it. Fuck it. Um, what else? What have I not done in Skyrim? You know what? I'll build another house. That'll be a fun like relaxing grind. Yeah. To do, and there's a location down in the rainy part of Skyrim. Yes. Uh, in the in the west, we are going so deep right we are now. So if deep. If you were like <laughs> man, if you were like man, this show hasn't been about really about geeky stuff in a while. We are going deep, y'all. Welcome I back. I feel like this is another episode. It's like going to be all the video games, maybe a tiny bit of news, and a tiny bit of a tiny of bit about the thing we watched. watched. It's, it's mainly <laughs> mainly about games. Um, but I fucked up some decision, and the guy won't sell me property there. Oh yeah. So I can't build that house, Caitlin. But if I bought the next gen Skyrim, I could. Anyway, I didn't buy the next gen Skyrim. Right. And I think that's a good decision because <laughs> a new Skyrim needs to come out. Like we need a new game. I don't know. They're really focused. They have an online one. They have like a Memorp now that they're like Yeah. Which apparently just got kind of okay. This is also what I'm learning about games that like if a Memorp comes out, it sucks for like two years. And then it gets good. Like Final Fantasy fourteen is apparently good now. Well, I don't care. I'm not. Pl- I want to watch someone build houses and make like <laughs> like beef pie. <laughs> like, I, what are you doing to me? No, I need another. I want more like history and cool things happening. And I want. You know what? I want an entire game about the Khajiit. Seriously. Right. Go to fucking where are they? Oh shit! Where are they from? Elsewhere. Elsewhere. Where the fuck's my? Elder Scrolls 6 elsewhere. Yeah. Do it up. Respect the Khajiit. Again, get at me. Fucking dragon armor and his fucking braids down the side of his fur. Khajiit is so cool. Do you know that depending on like when they're like born or conceived and what moon it is, it depends on whether they're like a full cat or a cat person? Interesting. Yeah, I know. More you know. <laughs> was, that, was that in a book somewhere? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can't remember where I know that from. I have followed down Elder Scrolls wiki pages, because, listen, it's the Elder Scrolls V. It was the first one I ever played. Yeah. And I think even if you've been playing for a long time, like, this world is very well built with a mythology, and and people just mention shit all the time. Mm. Like, oh yeah, this is for that god, or the seven, or whatever. The dwarves? Oh, the ones that are, like, dead? Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, a history. They, like, magically um, disappeared. Or the Falmer. Which were the snow yep, elves? Yep. And in Dongard, you do meet an actual snow elf. There's one. There's I one left it, still. Yeah. There's one left still alive. You meet him at one point. He's with the Dongard, I think. But anyway, deep cuts. Deep. Anyway, didn't buy Skyrim. Um, also at the top of the list because I loved the first two in this series yeah. because they they understood. They understood. They understood what was necessary. Right. And this was the third of their trilogy. Uh, was the third Rocksteady Batman game. Rocksteady being the company that made it. Yes. Not Batman popping and locking, although I would pay money for, <laughs> I would pay all the money for that game. <laughs> Just Dance Batman edition. Mm-hmm. Um, the Rocksteady Studios put out their third Batman Arkham game. It was Arkham Knight. Never got a chance to play that. Saw that at the EB used for 30 bucks. I was like, yoink. Because the thing with these games, be like, it's a Batman game. How fun is it? They, they did the open world thing as well, where you had a little Ooh. city to like run around in, grapple off and dive off. It's the game that finally figured out this is what being Batman should feel like. Right. Batman games up to this point, whatever you were doing, whatever generation, if it was a little side scroller, if it was 3D, if it was whatever, works under the assumption that even some dude with a gun could kill Batman. Yeah. The Rocksteady games do not do that. Ah. The fun that if you dump, if Batman jumps into a crowd of like 50 guys, he's fucking Batman. He's going to take them all out. Mm -hmm. The gameplay comes from how elegantly are you going to take them all out? Right. It's basically one button to attack. 
but depending how you're holding the stick and if somebody's going to try and like club you with a baseball bat, do you counter in time? Like if you get, boom, you get hit with a baseball bat, you're still fucking Batman. You're going to turn around and beat the guy up and break his arm. Yeah. Cause you're Batman. Um, but it's how, can you get that combo? Can you land? Can you jump off a fucking building and land on a guy and then immediately start like taking dudes out Right. in one sweeping combo right. unbroken by getting attacked? Um, um, that's where the gameplay comes and that's genius. And a lot of games have the Mordor games. Yes. The, those the, ones, mm-hmm. they rip that off apparently as well. Oh, really? That that battle style where yeah. like, I don't know who the shadow Mordor was the first one. And there's one that just came out. I really? think. Yeah. See, I'm so behind as well. I'm watching TV <laughs> shadow of Mordor, uh, which I don't, I don't know who it started. It wasn't Aragorn, but no, 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 no. It, it was like some, <laughs> it was some other guy. Yeah. Apparently the fight, the sword play in that game is very similar to mm-hmm. the rock steady style of hand to hand. Batman combat. Right. Um, but honestly, I haven't even had, I've barely even fired up the Batman game because research has suggested to me that the last time a wrestling game was any good yeah, was WWE 2K16 and 17 and 18, which have come out since, are kind of eh. Right. But 16, actually kind of good. Oh, guess what was sitting for $15 at the EB at the Duffer Mall? Was it the game you you just spoke of? It was the game I just spoke of, Caitlin McKinnon. Caitlin McKinnon, you know I'm a wrestling fan. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm a video game fan. Yes. And as such, whenever those two interests were allowed to blend, I have partaken mm-hmm. from the terrible WWF Warzone games from the, for the PlayStation 1 back in the day to the SmackDown versus Raw games on the PS2. Right. To... I think 2010 for the 360 is sitting on my shelf over there. These games are very respected for a deep create a wrestler right. mode where you can create your own wrestler. And I have created the same wrestler in every game for the past probably 20 years now. That's kind of nice. He's always bald. Yep. He's very power based. I like slams. I like suplexes. Mm-hmm. I like to make a suplex machine. He always wears all black with some sort of red tacky design and face paint. What's alarming, though, is so I spent a lot of time on this because I down you can edit the move set. You can edit all the stuff with his appearance. It's very, very time consuming. Of course. Um, And but I love it. I do not love the like six songs on the soundtrack that play repeatedly. I, I love it's tricky by run DMC, but if it plays one more fucking time, while I'm like, you know, deciding boots. It's just like where you work. I'm deciding a boots color. That's really not going to work for me anymore. They started this in 2010 on the last one I played. Right. But obviously a lot of things have happened there. You know, advances have been made as far as like the dialogue. Of course. And things that are spoken. And they would pre-record a lot of stuff. So if you wanted your wrestler to be from Toronto, they would have the actual announcer from the WWE basically in an ADR session read off a bunch of cities. So then the game will like, you can set the one and the game will pluck it. They have since added names. (gasps) My actual name can be made in the game. So I was a little alarmed when I went to play for the first time and Lillian Garcia went making his way to the ring from Toronto, Canada, big nasty Jordan Ferguson. (laughs) Oh, wow. Mm, That's, I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) That's alarming. That is weird. And like, even like the, like Michael Cole will be like, King, what do you think of Ferguson? You really have to hand it to him. (laughs) (laughs) See nothing but big things for this kid in the future. It's like, oh, Ferguson with the finisher. I'm like, this is so weird. I'm not. Wow. 
games are crazy, y'all. <laughs> I think that's the real, really, that's the takeaway. That is it's the takeaway. games are crazy. And, I mean, Grand Theft Auto is Grand Theft Auto. We know my whole jam was the online mode, um, which is just so much has been added to it since the last time I was playing regularly. Yeah. The thing I kind of stumbled into, um, well, first I made note, I showed Caitlin, my sweet lowrider that I got. It, it actually got is really up. sweet. It's, um, it glows green. Got, got got the green neon kit, got the yeah. hydraulics in there. Yeah, it's good. Got the La Cucaracha uh, The <laughs> horn. best horn ever. But like, I don't consider myself, I've played games for a very long time and I'm somewhat conscious of the like judgment that goes in there. This is, I like, I, and I don't, I feel like there's, there is still a giant stigma attached to gaming not just for the fact that it's been associated with the worst dregs of society in the last like two three years i feel very weird about this because (laughs) you are close to people who work in this industry uh, i yes and i know that like we just you asked you know what do you think of when you think of a gamer right Mm. there are certain ideas i think of susan from long island who really loves playing candy crush right like (laughs) Gaming is very different than it used to be. Um, I think most people think of... They do. I think I wear my nerdiness and my geekiness and my gamer tendencies on my sleeve, but not really, right? Mm. Like I'm like, oh yeah, anyone can tell I'm a super dork. No, it's not not until uh, we start talking about Star Trek (laughs) and they're like, wow, that's like deep knowledge. And I'm like, oh yeah. Like I... (laughs) During the hem and ha, I would say to my coworkers who are all like, you know, pretty big gamers yeah. still. Um, and they're, they're also a little younger than me, even mm. though like, you know, pops might have like, you know, two kids and a wife. My friend Scott, who's been on me to get a PS4 forever, is like my age and he's got two kids and a wife and a house. But he's like, he still finds time to play Destiny for a few hours every night. Like, yeah. um, trying to say to my friends, like, I will not like pr- productivity will be fucking over i will like get done work i will go home i'll play grand theft auto for four hours and go to bed and they all looked at me like well yeah yeah (laughs) that's what you do i'm Uh like is it um no okay so it's always the balance it's a balance right of of making sure you do the important things and i get sucked into television really easily and books it's bad sometimes i have to like not read books because i have to get stuff done but i think Part of what I was saying before is I think I wear um, being a nerd on my sleeve, but it's still in some ways, not all of them. I know there's lots of geeky ladies out there, um, like a surprise, and I don't get as much judgment for it Mm. as a man who is maybe a little bit older. What's the unicorn thing, right? It's like, oh my God, a girl who likes nerdy stuff. Uh, Not so much anymore. I just don't think that's the first thing that comes to mind is like me like a trash fire, like playing video games for four hours and eating like Cheetos. I think when people think, oh, male, gamer, older. It's that guy playing WoW on South Park, right? It's yeah. The, it's, it's the meme of the guy lean back with the, you know, wrist brace on his hand so he can, you know, yeah. doesn't get carpal tunnel. Um, and I've even seen like, <laughs> I said to Kate before we got on mic, on one of the like dating apps or something, one of the swipey dating apps. Some lady, you know, age-appropriate lady was like, would rather have a guy who wants to, you know, go to the farmer's market than turn on a gaming console. And I was like, well, bye. <laughs> bye. Um, but I do feel like there's still there's still the stigma involved with gaming. 
And if you spend more than like, you know, two hours on it, even though it's Sunday as we're recording yeah. and it's football season and across North America, millions of dudes are just parking their ass on their couch for five hours yeah. to watch football. That's fine. But and gaming think, is not. I think it depends on who you ask, right? Um, but I've never been like the typical gamer. All of this is to say like, you know, the shit I enjoy. When you think Grand Theft Auto, you think of some fool child teenage you know tw- teenager slurping back mountain dew code red and like trying to kill as many cops as possible i like doing races yeah the thing i loved the most was when i finally you know customized this convertible that i had into a lowrider i got in the car and my avatar gangsta leaned out the side it's the little detail and rockstar has always added these like little details that make the game feel really like that's the shit I live for. I don't care about what some new gun or the fact that there's a, there's a machete in the game now. Apparently I'm sure people are having great fun with that. Mm -hmm. Um, that's never been what it's about for me. And the racing mode that the one that's on special this weekend, they have one that's on special every weekend that gives you, you know, double XP and double money. Yeah. Um, is the transform races that I talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. That I just knew about in theory, but hadn't played you guys. They look like a lot of fun. And this would be a game on its own is what's crazy oh, yeah. about Grand Theft Auto Online. Like this, that would be a game on its own. You could put that out for like $15 on a downloadable game type of thing and it'd be super fun. Yeah. But they just were like, no, we already got this thing going. So let's just do it. Let's just give, take this world that we built and start building shit on top of it that people can access on demand. So what the hell was the one? It's basically, so you'll start in a car, you'll be driving along the courses are like hot wheel yes they look like hot wheel courses hot wheels tracks above the city Mm -hmm. there was one that went literally straight down (laughs) and if you turned the wheel even a little bit you would fly off and explode that would be it you had to be at one point i was upside down (laughs) and then i hit a checkpoint and i was in a plane you're like i don't even know i'm in a plane i'm like i am legit having the most fun of my life right now this is so much fun caitlin yep yes jordan rocket bikes rocket bikes i had a fucking checkpoint on one of these races also there are so many new vehicles in this game that i don't know how to work so i am not winning races i want that made very clear can we please tell them (laughs) (laughs) tell tell them no bearing in mind she showed up while i was in the middle of a race so it was already like a wash yeah I might have been in like fifth place when she showed up, and I was like, oh, "I can't leave her." It's it's not cold, but I can't leave her standing out there. So I like uh, you just started hearing me complain from downstairs. <laughs> I know you're in there playing video games. I duck over and I just smack the buzzer once, and I think you had already been let in, so I didn't even have to go like smack the buzzer. And then I'm still like going through, and I hear the knock at the door. And I was like, "Fuck, the door's not open." And I just uh, go around the corner, smack the deadbolt so a cop pops open, and then don't say anything. She's <laughs> no. like tentatively opening the I'm door. Like I think that means I can come in now. <laughs> And you know, then Caitlin wanted to judge my uh, my performance. No, it was fine. You've except- done this before. You've come in when I was playing Borderlands and just lamented how <laughs> terrible a shot I am on a first person shooter. Um, no, if the well, at first I was like, your your plane's too low. You need to go higher. You're gonna hit the thing. And then he hit the thing, and I was like, I didn't say there. I told you so. But legitimate um, backseat driving the entire time. But no, the best is when we were talking about uh, it was like the the water bike, the like. Sea do yeah. So they so there are two vehicles that I knew nothing, I knew nothing about. Yes. One of which was these rocket bikes, where yeah. something popped up in the corner. It's like I don't have time to read. I'm like in the middle of a race right now. Um, 
but it said something about like hit X to deploy the wings and click the stick to uh, you know do the booster. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I hit the booster and I went off the edge and then I fucking plummeted and died <laughs> into the ocean. And then I realized that no, once you hit the booster and you're off, you can glide like you can ascend. Yeah. 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 Super fun. And these, uh, I had one of these ones where you were like, you're in a plane flying directly like at the ground. Yeah. And then you hit a checkpoint poof, and you're like in a jet ski and I'm going along in the jet ski and then it like hits the land, but there's no checkpoint. It hasn't changed. It's like, fuck, did I miss something? Like I'm just sitting on the, this ramp just like, <laughs> just going around in a circle. and Trying to drive this jet ski on land. <laughs> I was like, wait, those look like wheels. No, the fucking thing was amphibious. Like you click the button and the wheels would come down. So good. So good. And then it worked as a, as like, <clears> an, <throat> as like an ATV. Um, yeah. One detail that I think I sent you this. Possibly. So they added a bunch of stuff to the current gen version of right. Grand Theft Auto. Um, like the first person mode, which is interesting and very impressive in its way and i will probably never use but i'm happy it's there <laughs> they also added a bunch of wildlife oh yes you well you mentioned it yes. uh-huh so i mean things i've noticed so far just in general like mm-hmm. stray cats in an alley yeah um and i know they have like nature photography challenges and there's like a hunting mini game in there which is taken that from a it's amazing people are like hunting that's gross well they put that in red dead redemption and everybody liked that so there's like a na- wildlife there's like a national park right. in the game um, you can go and chill out at, and I never got a clear answer to this when the game first came out. It's been a few years. Yeah. Looked it up again. It's fucking whales in the game, Caitlin. Oh yes. You did send this to yeah, me. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. So for those of you who don't know, how do you not know this listeners? Jordan does not like open water. I don't like underwater. I don't like wide open water spaces. I don't like fucking whales. He I don't like hates whales. I don't like the sound of being underwater. He does not like water. Like low key, that thing I just talked about where you like, you know, drive the plane towards the ground, hit the checkpoint and you're in a boat. Yeah. Like you're going straight down, so you go underwater a bit. And even that brief moment of like or like underwater, I'm like, mm. Mm. I don't like it. No. I played one of these races, which I think was just, I don't know, like, there's no boundary to what they do with these things. There was one where they decided, you know what? Fuck just doing the track. Let's just make the whole vibe of the race differently. So there's no radio. Right. It's just like suspenseful music. Ooh. They must have put it out for Halloween or something. Yeah. And you're like, no, you're not in a plane. You're in like a, like a Wright Brothers praying. It's like a fucking like <laughs> go-kart with wings on the back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like they've added so much to this game. And I'm in this thing and it's impossible to steer. And the sky is green and super dark and like the trees start igniting on fire at one point. Like, I'm like, I don't know what the, (laughs) it was called Inferno. And I was like, I don't know what the point of this was or why they did this, but just for fun. And it's me with like two other people. So it's not even like the race is fun because you're basically just in your spot. You're not going to gain on anybody because there's only three of us. Like the dude's in front. He's done. You hit at one point where it's like, I hit a checkpoint that had like a wolf face on it. I'm like, what is happening? And I'm on foot now. But I have beast powers, oh my so I can like jump like the Hulk super far, super far. Like it's amazing. And at one point, you hit a jet ski thing, but the water was like tidal wave roiling. Like it, like the water was so stormy. Yeah. And there were a few points where like just because I hit a wave weird or like I dove under a wave, and again just the like, but because it's blacker and greener because yeah. of the vibe they're going with i'm like a fucking whale's gonna come up literally boom, foot, <laughs> feet on the footstool like i was just antsy like i didn't like it oh i don't i don't like it and i don't think i can shoot whales while i'm underwater <laughs> i don't think the submarine comes with a gun no probably not 
So thanks, Rockstar. Thanks for your nature completionism. Anyway. Whales, whales. suck. And I know by saying that, I know, I know I'm just setting myself up now because you assholes aren't going to start up in my DMs. I have never. Not you, the listeners. I know, but I have, no one would do that. I have people at work who have found this out and now my Instagram DMs are like oh, loaded with, you know, nice. Time Magazine's like nature shots. Well, here's a shot of a humpback whale. They're doing that thing where they dive down at the bottom and then come straight up to like get, get all the, catch all the fucking plankton and then breach fucking barnacle covered <laughs> that's what i was just, looking for barnacle covered leviathan to the whale like you're just insulting I'm shaming, the whale. I'm shaming yeah. the whale shaming. barnacle shaming the whale yeah uh get look, your shit right whales look they're like most animals if you leave them alone they'll leave you i'm trying to leave them alone <laughs> just don't go to <laughs> the open nothing, ocean nothing to do with them. the game's gonna make me at some point if i play the story mode it's gonna be like oh look for this shit with the submarine i'll be like mm, or we could not Maybe, maybe you'll not. Guess who's never getting that trophy on the game. Anyway, that was a fun hour of gaming talk. Yeah. There was, was some news. None there of was. it good. No. From my end. Well, I have some good news. Well, let's do this right quick. Let's let's, let's end with your good news. Okay. Um, this week in Milkshake Ducks, we missed a few. So, Milkshake Ducks are complicated because I saw them start <laughs> popping up and I was like, what is what is going on? So apparently a milkshake duck is everyone likes milkshake ducks. They're like ducks that drink milkshakes. They're not an actual thing. I know, but I'm just saying even that's a silly thing. <laughs> like why wouldn't you pick like a duck that like I don't know, rides a skateboard? Like know. that's much better Everybody than Everybody loves a, skateboard duck, whatever whatever you want. Yeah, I just don't like milkshake duck. I think it's stupid. Or like babies and puppies. Well like, then you write your own viral tweet. Anyways, um, so a, a milkshake duck is everyone loves uh, ducks. That everyone drink loves milk. milkshake duck. It's a lovely duck drinking a milkshake. Five yeah. seconds later, we regret to inform you the duck is racist. Yes. So milkshake duck has become shorthand for those things that everybody loves or people like or you thought could never be bad. Be, do terrible things in the workplace. Yeah, they all uh, do terrible things in the workplace. Yes, because that's the world we live in, and it's the world we've no- we a lot of us have known we've lived in, but. It's come more up to the into the open. Uh, and I'm sure there are more than the ones I'm about to rattle off, but we had uh, Jeffrey Tambor, star of Arrested Development and Transparent. Yep. Specifically on Transparent. Allegations levied against him by the trans actors on Transparent. Great. Just like double down on the stupid. Yep. Couldn't just like grab an intern's ass on Arrested Development. No, you had to you had to fuck with the trans actresses. <sighs> As you are winning Emmys for your depiction of a trans woman. Mm. Mm. Uh, Kevin Spacey obviously updates their House of Cards is meh, they don't know what they're going to do there. He's been replaced by Christopher Plummer in a lot. We actually got a notice at work because uh, it's called All the Money in the World, I think, some movie he's in. Huh. Yeah, they were like, well, we're not going to cancel the movie. We're just going to take him out of it and replace him with Christopher Plummer. Amazing. Um, but the movie tie-in of the novel or the whatever book it's based on has already gone out. So right. you got to keep an eye on that to get him off the shelf because it's not an accurate depiction. So yeah, Jeffrey Tambor, uh, Charlie Rose, yep. <laughs> beloved broadcaster. Yep. Um, Charlie Rose is one of those ones where it's like, not that it's, he's apparently a bathrobe bro too. Um, again, not a, why not a inclination. I understand, but yeah. Swear. Kate, if you ever walk over here one day and I just step out in a bathrobe, just put me down. Like just, I, well, it would never happen. If I've got, exactly. But if it's gone again, this is the thing I always go back to. It's like, not that I haven't, I'm, I guarantee you I have done fucked up shit in my life or shit that was inappropriate, but like walking out in a bathrobe. When somebody's coming, it's not, it's not, it's not a place in my brain. It's not a, like, this is a good idea. It's just, yeah. 
got that going for me at least. Uh, so yeah, Charlie Rose, John Lasseter. Yep. The beloved head of Pixar. He was always kind of weird. Um, didn't own a suit as far as I know, but that's always suspect. That's always <laughs> sus to me. If you're wearing like those like stitches all over print, you know, Super Saiyan style rayon shirts all the time, which was his jam. Like, yep. Sus. Sus. Okay. Uh, he's apparently apparently a big hugger, big hugger and a big whisper. And Kate tells me that apparently there was a lot more that I did not hear about. Well, it, there was like all these, so a lot of accusations, but a whole bunch of stuff that he'd done. And then they came out with something that was like, yes, he does does like to hug people a lot. And a lot of the people who put forward the accusations was like, were like, that was not what we were saying. Like so the hugging is not the issue. That's the way that they've like dis- d- diminished the serial harassing mm. to like just hugging. And they're like, that's not okay. And that happens a lot, right? It's the, it's the, I'm sorry for these things that if you look at them, aren't really that bad. That's a lot of what's out there right now. And that so. was the thing with the Charlie Rose statement. Charlie Rose's statement was like, one thing he mentioned in there was like thinking the interest was mutual or something. Okay, it's one thing to think a chick, chick's into you when she's not. It's another thing to suss that out by walking out in your bathrobe. Yeah. There's a better way to figure that out. Not yeah. saying I'm a fucking pro at it either, because I never have any idea if a woman's interested in me or not. But, but you don't walk out in a bathrobe. I do not walk out in a bathrobe. Um, lest you think Milkshake Duckery, limited to North America, no sir. No, it is not. No, it is not. Uh, this story... From the world of anime broke this week. Yep. That the author of something we've talked about, something we've looked at, something I brought to Caitlin once. Mm-hmm. The mangaka behind Rurouni Kenshin, Nobuhiro Watsuki, was charged, charged, not allegations, actual charge, with possession of child pornography. Wow. Oh, my. Now, there are a lot of conversations that I'm sure people can have about the infantilization of Japanese women mm-hmm. and Japanese female sexuality mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. We are not here for that discussion. I do not have enough knowledge of it to speak on it with any sort of authority. Google that yourselves. Yes. That discussion has been happening in Japan for years. And when the dude actually has a quote on record saying his, you know, favorite style of female woman, it's that kind of like late high school student. Mm. Uh, Air raid siren. Uh, yeah. We should get an air raid siren. <laughs> just, just wait, just wait till that mixer comes, y'all, patrons. We can plug that iPad directly into the, uh, plug my phone or my iPad directly into the recording. Live air horn. This will, you know what? It'll just be basically it'll like be the a, front half of the show will just be nothing but air horn. Noises. It'll be. I was gonna say it'll be like a '90s DJ, just all the noises. So uh, obviously, fallout from this has basically been like. Japan cannot wash its hands of Rurouni Kenshin and this dude's work soon enough. Um, there was a sequel manga that had just started running in September mm-hmm. after years of since any new Rurouni Kenshin that has been uh, shelved. Unfortunate, he was collaborating on it with his wife. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as well, there's been an update that the uh, Japanese movie network Neko Channel and which is owned by the Japanese motion picture company Nakatsu was going to broadcast. Uh, there was a trilogy of live action Maroni Kenshins and yeah. they were going to show those on the network. Nope. Nope. Those are gone too. So yeah. Yeah. Child porn. Yeah. Mm. 
Milkshake ducks, one and all. Kate, make us feel better. Okay, well, um, the Dark Universe is basically dead. Hooray! Which, I mean, like... Stupid idea in the first place. It was a stupid idea. Well, not necessarily. It could have been okay. And I guess but, they had done this thing before. They were always like, you know, the thing about trashy monsters. They didn't want to make trashy monster movies. They thought they were making good monster movies. Well, like, and they could, like, you. what they needed to do was make more, like, of the 90s mummy. They were trying to make Marvel-style monster movies, and that was never going to work. Like, No. You have to have a much better script for that. <laughs> um, and they did not. Um, so part of this, of course, was from the terrible numbers from the mummy. Yes. And I think it was that and a lot of people being like... Well, if you make more movies like that, no one's going to want to see them. So Tom please Cruise don't. was like, smoke bomb, and ran out of the studio. Um, so uh, Universal had extensive plans for the franchise. This is an article from the Mary Sue I'm reading from. Mm-hmm. Um, they had The Bride of Frankenstein was meant to follow The Mummy in 2019. Uh-huh. Uh, which is just a weird choice, but whatever. <laughs> um, they would be joined by new versions of Creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula, Frankenstein, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Invisible Man... And this one is just like, what? Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Yeah. It's a stretch. So that's a musical you won't have to watch. <laughs> um, the, the best thing Mary Sue uh, said in this article was, how about you still make those movies and just make them good? Um, I mean, like, technically you could still make have plans to make those movies. But yeah, just make them better. Well, that's the Marvel effect, right? Everybody thinks that you have to have an expanded universe and, like, everything's got to be linked together. Like. Yeah. I was listening to another podcast where they were mentioning, you know, I don't know, I haven't looked at how Justice League is doing. I'm sure like Superman versus Batman is going to make a shit ton of money and then no one will ever think about it again. Right. Um, I haven't even seen any of those movies. I saw Man of Steel, but that was it. Oh, I did see Man of Steel. Um, like when they were announcing, like at least when Marvel goes up and you know lays out the next 20 years of your life with the movies they're planning on doing, they at least tell you what characters they're doing. Yeah. Like DC, just Warner Brothers just got up there and was like, untitled DC movie 2022. Like, yeah. They don't even know what fucking movie they're going to do. We're going to have one, though. There's going to be one. There is going to be one. That doesn't seem like the best way to run your business, but maybe that's why I live in a bachelor apartment playing video games instead (laughs) of making movies. But Possibly. Possibly. I don't think it is, though. Anyway, anything else? Um, Yes, I have some excellent news, but I can't. I'm just going to be like DC and not tell you when it's coming out (laughs) because nobody knows. Um, There's new Black Mirror coming out. Yeah, there is. Um, if you didn't already feel bad enough, now you can watch something and also feel terrible. If you've always said to yourself, the one thing Black Mirror has not made me feel bad about is children. Now we fig- they fixed that. They Problem fixed it. solved. Problem solved. Um, so there is a trailer. It apparently came out a while ago, but um, it's sort of getting some now being talked <laughs> about a little it, bit. Apparently. Um, it was called it's called Archangel. Um, it's the premise is basically you just, you know, chip your children. So you yeah, can always like dogs, right? Yeah, like dogs. It can't be any other, uh, you know. Is the thing the key to good parenting is control? That's what it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's it. it. Um, and there is no premiere date for the new uh, Black Mirror for twenty eighteen. I think. I think they're supposed to come out next year, I, but it's vague. It's like they don't have a date, but just yeah. that's the hey. Twenty eighteen is a long year. It could be at the beginning, middle, or end. Four, four or six episodes. I don't remember how many we're getting on this batch, but Probably. it's definitely the most episodes they've ever done yes. on a season of Black Mirror. And we love ourselves in Black Mirror. Well, yeah. It's a <laughs> love being relative. We respect the artistry. Yeah. We don't love how it makes us feel necessarily. But And I've sort of got if Charlie Booker, like if there's any kind of stuff going on, if there's any milkshake duck with that, I'm just gonna kick something. 
Kick it. S- segue to updates, I guess. Because, um, like, The Punisher's out. Haven't watched that. Nope. Haven't watched a single frame of it. And nope. I don't think it's terrible. I'm sure it's better than Iron Fist. Which I have not seen, so I um, couldn't tell you. Because I like Bernthal, like, obviously. Yes. I like yes. him. And I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do there, if it's going to be... It's real hard to make a dude who just kills people sympathetic. I haven't checked the episode count on it either, but if it's like going to be like 13 episodes at an hour piece, it's like, I'm not... Hang- I don't know if I can hang with that. We didn't even finish the second season of Daredevil, so... Y'all didn't. That's right. Yeah. Man. Finish that. That was fine. There's just so many better things I could be doing with my time. <laughs> like sleeping. Uh, or watching other things. What else have you been watching? Um, same old, same old? Or well, uh, new in- I guess everything's on hiatus now, right? Like- yes. Except I, I can't remember if Star Wars Rebels is. I think maybe we just haven't caught up. Um, I was helping to plan slash do fun things for a br- bridal shower yesterday um so that's where some of my week went and then there was also the you know um as some people know i work at a college teachers are back and students are back right congratulations thank you <laughs> i didn't do anything i uh but now they're all back so there's like a ton of work to do so i've been working and then going home and sleeping because my body's still mending and is like i'm not not sick anymore Please stop trying to push yourself. Well, we can also guess that was my life. Jordan went into his last shift of the week on Friday on four hours of sleep. Ooh. New video game console in the house. <laughs> uh, yeah. And there's so many like grandpa moments I'm having with the thing where it's like, why did you stay up till 5, 5 p.m.? People tell me that sounds weird. It's like, I didn't go to bed till 5 p.m. You would have to work at 10.30 p.m. and stay up all night. So yeah. <laughs> it'd be like if you if you worked at 10.30 in the morning and stayed up till 5 in the morning. Yeah. It's probably not a smart move for your, for your well-being. I no. definitely lost at least a year and a half of my life on that one. <laughs> um, but I was playing. So you don't even need kids. You got a gaming col- <laughs> console. You're fine. I play. I was playing the wrestling thing. I was like, I got to go to bed. But like everything requires like a 16 gig download now. Like if you like, you can't play a game when you buy it. No. Because you put it in your console and it's like, oh, you need an internet connection. Why don't you need an internet connection? So you can download those like 16 gigs worth of patches that they like yeah. didn't fix in order to meet their launch date. That used to happen when I played World of Warcraft. Gaming is a weird industry. It is very weird. Nothing's ever done. No, never. <laughs> it's like it's done enough that we can fix it by the time you get it. It's done enough that we can let most of the team go. That's <laughs> what. <laughs> We only need twenty percent of the team and work to work them thirty hours a day to yeah. fix this fix this shit. Speaking of people taking years off their lives. But I was finishing off and it was like I was downloading this whatever launch you know, day one patch for or like this is the I think it was the online component for I think it was the GTA online. They think the actual GTA online. You had to download the the game itself. And it was like sixteen gigs. I was like, Well, how much is left on this? It's four in the afternoon, which is pushing it. I've done that before. Three is my usual pushing it. Ideally, yeah. one thirty in the afternoon, I go to bed. I get up at like nine. Right. Um, so I'm already kind of pushing it. I was like, well, let me go. To, let me go to bed. How much was left on this anyway? Oh, only ten minutes left on the GTA download. Well, I'll brush my teeth and I'll like get changed and you know, do whatever, and then I'll just check it out and see. Scott said he left me when he transferred my data. Said he left me naked with nothing but a fat gold chain off in the countryside. So I just want to see that. That'll be funny. I'll Instagram it. Right. I was like, oh. Well, he didn't do that, or it reset or something, and I was just, like, in the apartment, fully clothed. That's that's disappointing. Well, let me just do a raceway quick. Uh, then it was five. Yeah. And truthfully, I did not play that long. But some of the races take, like, fucking 20 minutes to do, and yeah, I went to bed at five, and I almost can, died. I can say, <clears> actually, <throat> yesterday, because I was hanging out with peeps, peeps. I, uh, uh, I watched, um, again, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. 
Okay. And Maleficent. Oh, how was Maleficent? Uh, I've seen it before. Oh, uh, uh, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. Um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, though, good time. Except the whole time, I'm saying that person didn't say that in the book <laughs> or that or in the 1995. Uh, Jennifer Ailey and Colin Firth version. That didn't. That that's not when that line's supposed to be said. That's most of the movie for me. Lord. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the only thing I watched this week. I think I watched one episode of Blood Blockade to get caught up, and I think I'm behind again. But see, things happen in lives. Video game consoles. Things sleep. happen. Sleep. Sleep. Need all the sleep. Um, well, then I guess we're gonna take a break. Yeah. And we're gonna come back. Thanks for listening to Video Game Talk, y'all. Yeah promise it won't be uh well until i get persona i probably probably won't be <laughs> won't be that deep again thank you for indulging me we're gonna take a break right here and when we come back single topic week yeah because we just kind of left it till really late in the week and, and uh, it was both it was something we both kind of were interested in and we had talked about it before and it seemed interesting and that was godless the new netflix western show yep so we're gonna come back after this break and talk about if we liked it see you in a second Hey, Kate. Hey, Jordan. We do a lot of good things here at The Geek Down. Yeah, we do all kinds of good things. You know what we could do better at? What could we do better at? Promotion. Oh, yeah, we could. We could do much better at that. Got a great logo. We have a fantastic logo. There are so many things we could slap that logo on. Oh, uh, I hats, uh, uh, cups, small animals. <laughs> <laughs> also, Stickers. Stickers. Everyone loves stickers. Stickers are great. They're a great way to promote your business, get your name out there, advertise your company. Oh, yeah. Advertise your artwork if you're an artist. It's true. Fantastic ways to promote your work and your business. If this sounds interesting to you. Which it should. This is something you've never considered before. We can help you out. We love helping out. If you go to www.stickeru.com and use the offer code GEEK10 at checkout, you know what you're going to get, Kate? What are you going to get, Jordan? You're going to get 10% off of everything. Everything? Every single thing. Friends, StickerU is the world's best platform for creating custom products that make your message stick. So what kind of things can you get? You can get die-cut stickers, kiss-cut stickers, individual or a full page. You can get iron-ons, temporary tattoos. What? Window, wall, and floor decals. Magnets and printed patches. You can get magnets? You can get magnets. Oh how gosh. do they work? I don't know. Magic. Ma- which is how magnets work. Yes, we all know this. We all know this. Sticker U is the best way to create custom products for your home or business in any shape, any size, and any quantity. You only need one, just get one. Yeah. If you need more, you can get more. Sticker U can accommodate you however you need. They are here and they are ready to help you promote your art, your business, your company, yourself. That's very good, Jordan. Not bad for a first time ad, huh? Yeah, I think it was good. Um, some notes, though. Uh, I think maybe a little bit more enthusiasm. And uh, I think I'm going to go buy some stickers now. www.stickeru.com. Use the code GEEK10 at checkout for 10% off of everything. Geek down. Oh, yeah, it's me. Yep. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. This is the part of the show where we talk about the things we brought each other usually. But this day, this episode... Not the case. Not today, suckers. We 
decided to watch the same thing because we talked about it before and it looked kind of cool and I like westerns and, and it was getting late in the week and I had video games to play and, and I was like if she thinks she's going to give me some like three hour thing and I can't even think of something to give her she's going to be like what am I watching I'm like I don't know Republican Space Troopers that game that airs in GTA online go like get a copy of it and watch that for 20 minutes and I had to sleep <laughs> um, so we decided to watch Godless yes which I keep on calling Lawless <laughs> And people are getting very confused. Lawless is also about co- cowboys, kind of, in the Wild West. So you did send that in a message back to me, and I was low-key kind of like, oh, man, I'm not going to verify, because I'm not like, oh, control freak, make sure we're watching the right thing. It's going to be real funny if you watch something different. So. Um, but it is not Lawless. I did watch Godless. Um, however, even though we watched the same thing, the rules basically still apply. That we yep. tweaked them a little bit this week. Again, because of the shortage of time and, you know, full hours. Ugh, Netflix, what are you doing to us? Was not expecting that. No. So, we, um, the first rule is the rule of three. Usually, that means we would watch the first three episodes of something to give it a chance to become what it's going to be. As Caitlin said, solid hours. Yes. So no we commercials. Watched, we watched two episodes. And a little bit. And a little bit. A little bit. Um, now... Second rule, hashtag save it for the pod. We have done that. Yes. We have not talked about the thing we brought each other or the thing that we watched. I have no idea what we think of this thing. Do you know why? Because we... We... We're gesturing at each other. Yes. And you... You Gesturing at us in the window deserve piping hot, delicious, fresh takes. They're like pancakes, but better. Pancakes for your mind. Brain pancakes. It's amazing. It is amazing. I'm looking outside. It's gray. The leaves have fallen off the trees. It hasn't snowed yet. It hasn't snowed, but it's gonna. It's gonna. What the thing is, you know what was just warm up a day like today? You know what was just you know what I wish I had? What do you wish you had? Well I'm playing GTA in a couple hours after you leave. What? Delicious fluffy take. It would be I had nice. Fritos last night. I haven't had Fritos in a long ass time while I was gaming. Yeah. It was fine. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm not trying to hold myself up here that I'm like, you know, not a piece of garbage while I game. I do shovel corn chips into my mouth between rounds of races. But what would make your life better would be if you had fresh takes. You know what? We should just make candles that smell like takes. It's a complicated so like, process. So then like, but then your house could smell like a take all then, the time. But like then a they delicious listen, take. But they wouldn't listen to the show then. Oh, that's a good point. They wouldn't have to come to us for the takes. <laughs> <laughs> they could just light a candle. <laughs> takes all the time. <laughs> Fuck y'all. You can't do that. No candles for you. Anyway, we have no idea what we thought about this until this moment. No. And finally, the last rule, not really a rule, it's a policy, which is there will be spoilers. We got to spoil some shit. I don't know what we can spoil here. Um, Probably a bit. Um, Mostly it's for those people who absolutely do not want to know anything about the media they're about to watch before they watch it. So if you are that kind of person, totally respect to you, but get the fuck out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bad hitch. Yeah. But uh, we think you're great and we hope you have a nice day. We love you and we hope you enjoyed the like 90 minutes of fucking video game talk we gave you at the top of this episode. Yeah. And if you skipped a whole bunch of it, that's fine. No hard feelings. No. We right. understand. We totally understand. We'll probably have just as much next week. What? Bye-bye. No, we won't. Moving on. Godless is a seven episode Netflix exclusive limited series. Yes. Meaning... Probably done possibly. after this, possibly. possibly. I think it's a limited series in the way the Nick was a limited series. It was a showcase or a, no Cinemax show. It was Clive, Clive Owen as a nineteen 
18 something doctor in New York or something. Yes, that's right. For a second there, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I she know. found it. I don't think they meant to do a second season of that. But then they were like, ah, we had fun and people liked it. So we'll do, no- we'll do another season. I think this may be the same case. I haven't seen it to the end, so I'm not sure. Well, oddly enough, it comes from similar people. So this is a product of a guy named Scott Frank who is a writer and a director. He has quite the pedigree. It is co-produced by Steven Soderbergh, who he first worked with on Out of Sight, which is widely held up as one of, if not Soderbergh's best movie, then one of them. Scott Frank, as a screenwriter, has quite a, a pedigree. A long list of works. He wrote, um, he wrote for the TV series Shameless. He wrote for The Wonder Years in TV, actually. But he also wrote the screenplays for things like Minority Report mm-hmm. and uh, Walk Among the Tombstones and Logan. Which is pretty impressive. So he's kind of been doing stuff all over. Yeah. Done a bunch of stuff. And oddly enough, I have some further insight into this show because he was on the Chris and Andy show oh. recently talking about this. He wanted to write it on spec. Right. And his agent was kind of like, write whatever you want. Just don't write a Western. Oops. He wrote a Western. That's always happens when you tell people not to do a thing. They're going to do it. Imagine that. He went and did the thing. Um, so, Caitlin, what is this show? Um, this is a, uh, Western pretty standard fare for Western. Um, however, it also incorporates a lot of the themes of more modern Westerns. Um, a lot of stuff regarding, um, like, uh, who gets paid for what outlaws, how that functions, um, the relationship with, uh, tribes in the United States at the time, um, immigration, and mining. And mining. So, yeah. Scott Frank wrote all of these, I believe. I don't know if he wrote and directed all of them, but definitely at least on the first three. Yes. He wrote and directed the first three. I remember, um, actually, senior correspondent noticed that. And I'm, I like when sometimes when the first little bit is written and directed, it means they have a very like singular vision of mm. stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a very auteurish type of thing where yeah. it comes from the mind of this dude. Um, he at least wrote six of the episodes and directed at least three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to him on the Chris and Andy show and he was like, you know, wanted to write a Western. He was kind of like looking into this and he had this uh, researcher who he's worked with forever. Yeah. Sounds like a sweet ass job, actually. It kind of sounds my um, Actually, I would love to just, I know so many cool stories that could be turned into movies. Just, again, it's on the board. It's I'm well, sitting here. This is, this is what Mimi Muntz, I believe he said her name was. Shouts yeah. to Mimi. This is what she did. One of the things she did was she gave him a bunch of like Westerns. Yeah. It's like, read these, get a feel for it. He didn't want to read Lonesome Dove because he knew if he did, he'd be like, <laughs> why am I even doing this? Mimi came back one day and said, you know. I've been seeing a lot about, like you said, mining. Yeah. It's like, have you ever thought about the Southwest and like the miners? And he's like, uh, you know, like the guy, what the guys with the black faces and the dust under their fingernails. Like, I don't really know if I want to live there for like two years while I write this. And she's like, no, the women. Yeah. Because what you have in this show and what Mimi Muntz told him was that in some of these towns that were based around, that they set up around a mine. Yeah. There were frequently be mining accidents which would wipe out the male population of the town because everyone worked for the mine yeah and if they all died in a mining accident you just got a town full of women now so and they can either pick up and leave and try it somewhere else or they can stay and try and make a go of it and um, what we have in godless one of these stories in godless more on that in a minute is the town of labelle labelle 
and who has suffered, lost all their men in a mining accident. Yeah. And as they are, they, most of the women have stuck around and yep. have tried to make a go of it. So it's funny that we talked about how this is a story that needs, like, needs and should and is interesting to tell. Um, and as usual, Canada did it first, but not very well. <laughs> what did Canada do? What show is this? Coldwater Creek, y'all. What? Never heard of it. Okay, Coldwater Creek is like the poor Canadian's version of Road to Avonlea. <laughs> okay. Like, it's set... Wasn't Road to Avonlea a Canadian show? Yeah, but it was an amazing like <laughs> Canadian show. A good Canadian show. Yeah, that's like honestly been exported to like tons of different places because it was so good. Um, this does not have this. It's like a really bad. Um, oh, what's that channel like uh, that makes all the bad TV movies? Like the W channel, Hallmark or Vision. like Hallmark or one of those channels. Lifetime. Lifetime. It, Lifetime. It it's like a constant Lifetime movie. Mm. And it could be good, but it's not. Um, and it's about a town story. that had a big accident, wiped out. Basically, they were a mining town, wiped out a whole bunch of their men. Um, and like all these. And there's some really like poignant parts and sad parts. And like one woman, her both her husband and her son got wiped out. And like it's an interesting story to tell. But like these are like two different sides of the spectrum. You've got Coldwater Creek and you've got Godless. So the mining and the women trying to like, you know, bring some life back to their town, that's one story. Yes. Um that's one story of many that are floating around this yeah. show, maybe too many. I don't know. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm. Um the other story involves uh Jeff Daniels as the savage outlaw Frank Griffin. Like I'm yeah, I know sat like yes, people were savage, but like even like more savage than normal. Well, I mean, I'm conflicted. We'll get to it and okay. when we drill down a little bit, but um Basically, one of his underlings, a guy named Roy Good, yep, made off with some, made some off with bank. The, the hall, some booty from a train robbery, yep, and uh, managed to gun down a few of his men while he was being pursued and took out Frank's arm, yeah, like rather, rather almost graphically, clean, almost clean off. Um, so you have Frank Griffin and his posse of ne'er do wells on the hunt for Roy Good, who yep. has ended up uh, with. A woman named, uh, well, in the town of LaBelle, which is the town with the women left over by the mining accident. Yep. He's out on the outskirts at the house of, uh, the property of Alice Fletcher. Yep. Twice widowed Alice Fletcher, played who, by Michelle Dockery. Who shot him in the neck. Who shot him in the neck as soon as he showed up. Alice Fletcher ain't fucking around. No. Um, so he's now hiding out at this town with no men to defend it. Yeah. And it's only a matter of time before he figures that out and he ends up there and how's that going to happen and the sheriff is... I don't know what's up with the sheriff still. He's blind for one thing. He's going blind for one thing. No. So interesting. So the sheriff used to be like an amazing gunman, a great sheriff. Um, you think just when his wife died, he like... No, I think he's been... So he's losing his sight. Yeah. Um, but then you figure out part of the reason he's losing his sight is because he's straining his eyes because he needs glasses. Well, and there's also, you see him in like some medicine hut, some yeah. Paiute medicine hut at it's the start mud all of over the thing. Face. And because the, the Paiute are telling him he lost his shadow. Actually, a couple indigenous this men is, tell him he lost his shadow. Yeah. In the third episode, it's like the second time someone's told him he's lost his shadow, which means he's he's lost. Lost it all. Lost it all. And nothing, nothing else more, to live for. Nothing more dangerous than a man who's lost his shadow. Yeah. Nothing left to lose. Which, man, I totally wish I had like lost my shadow and I could be like a cool, <laughs> getting people down. 
Oh yeah, and his, as, his wife died in childbirth as well, so he's like, and he's sweet on again. This, did this need a romance? No, he's sweet on. He's clearly sweet on the Michelle Dockery character. Yes, Mrs. Fletcher. Um, so the three threads are kind of like, I guess there's two and a half. It's like the town trying to get back up on its feet and the deals as, it's trying to make with other investors. Yeah, and the mine with the mine and Roy Good hiding out in the town and the inevitable approach of Frank Griffin and his posse of ne'er do wells. Yep, and. The hunt for Frank. Frank is also being hunted because in the opening scenes of the first episode, you just see some fucking savagery on a level that I have yeah. not seen in a television show in a very long time. Yeah. Um, being pursued by the marshal, Sam Watterson, sporting a Sam Neill level of mustache. Wait. No, fuck. Not Sam Neill. That's the doctor from. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Dr. Allen from Jurassic Park. No, it's uh, the, the Big Lebowski. Oh, my God. I'm pulling a Caitlin. Uh, Sam, Sam. Sam. Mustache Sam. You know. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I know. Voice. Yeah. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. It's got Sam Elliott caliber mustache. No, 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 no. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that is, you have gone, what? Wow. You have shots, gone crazy. Shots, but no shots to Sam Waterson's mustache. Hey, no, um, it's fine. Did somebody it call is... it a squirrel at some point? Yeah. <laughs> it's the sheriff. It's like, you're going to swallow that squirrel or you're just going to let it live there? Yeah. Um, okay. So Sam Waterson, you're cool, but you're not getting on the posse with that mustache. Yeah. Um, he plays a marshal who is also given the uh, horrors he witnesses in Creed. By the, Town's called Creed. By the hands of... By the, by the Griffin crew. Of Jeff Bridges. What? Jeff Daniels. Jeff, Jeff Daniels. You did it too. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> too many Jeffs, too many Sams. Uh, um, I just keep on calling him Jeff Daniels because I keep <laughs> on forgetting the character's name. So so those are like the three and a half, uh, or two and a half. I don't even know numbers anymore. The two and a half stories that are kind of going about in yes. this show. Um, Michelle Dockery's got a, or Alice Fletcher, the character, let's call her by the character's name, got a weird sort of past going on with her, with her two husbands. I don't assume it was very likely for uh, a white woman to come back with a Paiute husband in those days uh, and a Paiute baby. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, not sure. I'm not saying it never happened, but yeah, don't know how likely it was. But it probably wasn't too likely. Anyway, um, I've seen something specifically that I'm curious to get your take on. Okay. As a representative of your gender. Yeah. Speak for all of them. Yes, of course. Um, but before we do that, just as someone who likes Westerns, yeah. probably more than I do, mm-hmm. has brought them to me before. Hot take, Caitlin McKinnon. How are you enjoying Godless? Um, there are certain parts that I'm loving and there are certain parts that I'm like, eh, it's getting better though. Okay. The first episode, I was like, uh I might be flipped. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Um, but the thing I'm seeing on the internet. Yes. So it must be true. And I'm really interested because I haven't seen anything on the internet about it. Um, I only found it randomly mm-hmm. on the Twitter because they were quick to go. I'll just ask you the question first and sure. I'll get to you how you know, reasonable or unreasonable people on Twitter are being. Yeah. Um, is if this show fulfills on the promise set up by the trailer. Yeah. Oh, no. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. To the point where someone had literally tabbed lines of dialogue spoken by men and women. If you watch the trailer for this, we talked about the trailer yeah. a while back. I had no idea it existed. Caitlin brought it to me. He's like, here, check this out. This looks interesting. Looked like it was going to be Lady Western. Yeah, that it was going to be a show all about... Maybe there would be like men characters like in the background. Um, maybe one like main one, possibly. But it basically would be about all the women in the town and trying to defend it from something. And I think we are... And maybe that will still come we're still early we're two and a half episodes in 
and they're solid hours. It gives them a lot of time to do other things. But I yeah. think we would both agree that when it does do that, it does it well. And those are the best parts of the show. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't do it enough. Oh, not often enough at all. Um, also, they have a, it's an ongoing issue with Westerns. The West was much more diverse than people portray it as. Which I think it's doing, I'll agree with you that I think it's doing a better job in that respect as we go on. Um, but it's still not did, doing... Did Whitey go for his fiddle lesson yet when you, to the point you got to? No. Okay. Not got there yet. Okay. Minor spoiler for you. Yeah. In to, for this discussion. Yeah. He, he goes, he leaves town at one point, uh, goes out on you know, Saturday night, you know, whatever. Yep. And he goes to a settlement town, whatever, of black folks. Good. And I was like, oh, a black person. Yeah. Um, because he's there for like fiddle lessons from some young thing down there. And, you know, obviously he's getting a lot of weird looks when he shows up. Whitey is the deputy of the town. Sorry, I didn't clarify that. I don't know the actor's name. We don't just call him Whitey. He's not just a white guy. His name is Whitey. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he's going out there and he's trying to play and it's like not going well. And you know, the girl's dad is like outside. He's like, that boy ain't got, that boy ain't got one lick of natural talent. He never, (laughs) he never going to learn how to play. He shouldn't even be coming out here for lessons. His wife's just like, that boy ain't coming out here for no. For, yeah. For no fiddle lessons. Yeah. And that's what, what? Um, so Whitey's obviously sweet on a black girl. And yeah. there's a whole town of black folks out there. And you're seeing that as well. Okay, that's good because... But it comes a, like two and a half episodes into the series. There's a really big problem with like... It's like all white people. And then like maybe uh, two people of Native American or Aboriginal descent. Like that's it. But in this, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping they, they've leaned into the realism we're gonna talk about that later <laughs> um and yeah i think so. it's doing a surprise uh, it's doing a surprisingly good job as far as the native representation i mm-hmm. think in as much as there's any yeah and there are you know native actors the michelle dockery character has a native you know had a native husband has a native son a truckie is his name yeah um the mother-in-law Iovi, yeah. is maybe a little too borderline mystical medicine woman type of thing so when dude shows up and gets shot in the neck at the start of Roy Good shows up at Fletcher's house and gets shot in the neck yeah EOV like nothing's ever really explained it's just like you know spitting some leaves and rubbing on his I guess she did no. cauterize the wound but. She, she cauterized it with gunpowder it was <laughs> awesome well that was I, I think she's an uh, awesome character but yes it is very unfortunate that again we have like the old what medicine woman old mystic medicine woman type of thing I thought that was a little lazy but yeah. um Sorry, you mentioned something about, we'll talk about the realism. What are you not finding finding realistic about this? Um, Well, it's not that I'm not finding realistic. It's just, oh, the rape. Man, like... Yeah. Everywhere. But I mean, mean, this is in episode one when you see all the terrible things that are happening in in Creed. Yeah. Um, It's such a terrible phrase to say, and it's such damning it with faint praise. But I mean, as rape scenes go... They're terrible. And they're like, the basically the entire time that that guy's posse shows up, I'm like, who's getting raped next? Like, it's the whole, I'm just constantly stressed out. As rightly so. I'm just saying, you know, this is not, it's a terrible scale to rate things on. But as far as like, as, it's not even, it's not for me to say, it's not for me to say, but I'd not find it particularly. I've seen worse rape scenes. I've seen more graphic rape scenes. Why don't men ever get raped? If you got to have a rape scene... Why don't men ever Which get raped? Which you don't have to, but... Why don't men ever get raped? It happened all the time. It mm. still does. And those two twins could have been doing something else 
that kept them from noticing that the posse left. Like and basically, what happens? Yeah. So Frank Screw shows up to rob this train. Um, I do like a good train derailment. I oh yeah, I, I don't see that enough in my life. I enjoy, that was I enjoyed great. That. Um, so and you find all this out staggered throughout the first three episodes. It's not all told, told sequentially, but and I would like to say because specifically on that point, just like the telling of the story. I thought that wasn't very well done. Mm. They went back over things too much. Mm. I'm like, we already saw this. Yeah. Like, they, there's way too much um, of telling instead of showing. Or you could figure it out. Like, yeah, I don't, we're not stupid. Um, like there's a scene where the sheriff kind of like, you know, McNulty in the wires. Uh, yes. The scene of like, because he's having a hard time believing that Roy Good with a single rifle, you know, shot down, you know, 30 dudes. Yeah. But he didn't really shoot down 30 dudes. He shot like seven, took out. Frank Griffin's arm. Yeah. And Frank Griffin was like, fuck this shit. I'm going to go rage out somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, which he does. Basically, Roy shows up, steals the money. These two members of Frank's crew don't notice everybody run off because they're too busy raping. And they come out and the town is like, fuck this shit. And they're getting ready to hang those dudes up. Frank Griffin, in a much sourer mood, having had his arm blown off, is like, if you want to lynch some people, cool, let's lynch some people. And they basically just burn the motherfucker kill everyone they kill everyone and burn the motherfucker to the ground except for the rape victim who was in the train and was hiding and was unnoticed that whole opening scene so the show starts with the sam waterston and marshall like showing up at creed the train's been derailed the buildings are all burned down it's just like it's mass go- devastation gore and bodies and children hanging from water towers it's like yeah savage and i was like not impressed i'm like this is a great thing i'm happy i'm watching but yeah. i'm like well you are like Open strong, as they say. It was interesting because it had a uh, reminiscent savagery of, um, oh, what's the robot western? Westworld. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, it was like a lot of blood and guts and horrible things that horrible people do. That said, I don't take Jeff Daniels seriously as, as a, a savage bad badass. I think he's terribly miscast. Yes, I agree. He's a good actor, and I like Jeff Daniels. Mm-hmm. As an actor, I've liked him in many things. I don't quite buy him as this, even when he's being like super threatening. Did you get the scene with him in like the Norwegian uh, campers? Y- yeah. Which is supposed to be him at like his most... Yeah. And did you get the morning after as well? Yeah. Or... Yeah, so he, this is him supposed to be like his most terrifying. And even then, I was kind of like... I'm not totally buying it. You know who they should have gotten? The guy who shows up with the mine people, who's like their head of security. Oh, the guy from Sons of Anarchy? That guy's fucking terrifying. Yeah, he's clearly, he's like Ed Harris. It's like, if he shows up, something good. Oh, Ain't nothing good happening there. Uh, Yeah, no, I know his name. He was on on Sons of Anarchy. He's the guy with the black curly hair and the the ice blue eyes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, that guy's gonna, everyone's gonna die now. Nothing good there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this like representative of a mining company comes basically to see if they're going to buy the mine yep. to invest there, which would bring a bunch of men back to the town. And they have like a dinner with, you know, the town representatives who are all women, including, uh, is it the sheriff's sister? It's the sheriff's sister. And she was married to the mayor as well. Yeah, she's the widow of the mayor. Um, and has decided that in light of the absence of the men, fuck dresses, fuck gendering, fuck all that. Yeah. I'm just going to be wear, myself. Just wear slacks. Um, and get with the sapphic embrace of the school teacher former whore <laughs> which is a that great scene, is amazing. scene so uh, and it's funny because it, it it 
um, reflects a scene that happened in the first episode where the Sam Watterson character says, like, if I had had a school marm as pretty as you, I wouldn't learn to lick. And she's like, well, I can be very persuasive. And then in this dinner scene, the second episode, um, the guy says... uh, The guy from the mining company. The guy from the mining company says, well, I've never seen a school teacher as as pretty as you are. How did you get into teaching? did Did you always want to work with children? And she goes, well, I was working at the whorehouse. And then it shut down. And then the school... Because all the men died. Because all the men died. And then the schoolhouse uh, got struck by lightning and it set on fire. And it took the other old school marm with it. And it's just like, that's the end. The end. Um, I say, I do think they're... Like, that whole scene was amazing. Where they're clearly... You know, the mining company is clearly trying to lowball. And they think they have all the power. And some of the more traditional women are reaching the end of their rope. I'm curious, and this is something I kept coming back to. Yeah. And it may be still too early to tell. I don't know if this show has a philosophy regarding does this show want the women to succeed or does this show, given that it is coming from one person and we are, we are more inclined to look at things that way. Is this show saying um, that they need men? Uh, I don't think it's making much strong – I don't think it's making a very strong case that they could do it without men. Yeah. I think that's at least two and a bit episodes mm. I am getting that sense, which is unfortunate. However, they may turn that on its head. Perhaps. Perhaps. Which would be great, but seeing as how the trailer was very misleading. Because um, it really is like a – male cent- it's a much more male centric story than you expect it's yes. a lot more about this Ryan Frank shit which I don't care about as much as I care about the women trying to get the town back on its feet no um and I think that would have made and again maybe things will take a turn and we'll find out more about the women and we'll will they'll have to go without men or something might happen and they really come into the spotlight but as it stands now it's very much like okay so here's here's the thing so the Mrs. Fletcher character, mm-hmm. so she's been without her husband for a while. Yes. She has all these horses. Yes. Are you telling me in that number of years she hasn't... Figured out how to break a horse. <laughs> or like learned or like there's no one who could have like assisted her in learning that. Until I mean, Roy Good shows up. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah, I learned a lot about breaking horses in the, in the front half of that third episode. They took a lot of time on that. Yeah. And I just... I felt that was kind of silly. I mean, it's good when you can, you know, admit maybe you're out of your depth and be like, here. But she could have said, like, I'd like you to teach me how to break the horses, not you break the horses and save my butt. Um, So, yeah, there's things I was not happy with. I feel like the gender, like the, I hate the phrase, but like the fake wokeness of the show is kind of, if the show has kind of a fake wokeness, I feel like it's. The way- I'm going to talk about the one scene that I think it's like summarized okay. in. So Frank is tracking Roy yeah. and he comes across this like, you know, a couple Norwegian families who are making their way west. Yes. And this is where you learn the most about Frank's origin. He's yeah. like telling this story about, uh, you know, how he was taken by these Mormons, you know, these Mormons, the Mormons are terrible. They like came yeah, up, rolled was, up on his family. There's literally something called the Mormon Wars. And, you know, murdered everybody in the caravan he was traveling with and yeah. scooped him up. And, you know, he was raised by, what the hell was his name? Right? Hate. Hate. Cute. Uh, <laughs> he was raised by Mr. Hate, H-A-I-G-H-T. Um, and he tells this whole story about whatever. And, you know, he, he grew to, you know, he taught me love with this, that, and the other. And that's why he wants to find Roy so bad because he feels he has the same relationship with Roy. 
cool, good story. I'm going to go to bed. Which one of you is giving me your wife? Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to, you know, a couple scenes later and what cuts back to Jeff Daniels. He's having a dream about this horrible thing he just spoke about. And he wakes up and he looks and he's apparently has forgotten that he <laughs> raped this dude's wife. Um, cause he seems somewhat surprised by yeah. it and he pulls the sheets back and the naked wife is lying there shivering and crying. And it's like, Oh, okay. Um, and then he chooses to go and berate the husbands yes, for basically not putting up a fight yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting, okay. It's an interesting character moment, but then you hear a gunshot in the distance and the wife buck ass naked <laughs> with a rifle yeah. is shooting down a couple guys and i fucking hollered i was like woo <laughs> yes now that said that's a great moment she's also buck ass naked yes i like that you're showing a woman doing something strong and asserting herself yeah she's also buck ass naked yes that's kind of this show in a nutshell and that's yes. frustrating you could have just given me the ladies trying to stand up for themselves and get the mind back on its feet. Yep. That would have been, you had enough, but I don't know. We are clearly in the minority of the viewing public as far as what we enjoy out of our television shows slash Westerns. So I, I guess and so. a Western's a hard sell, right? So see, I don't so think they, it's a hard sell. Not for I'm you, but loving the, so the one thing I am loving are all is all the, the gun shots and fighting mm. like adoring it. Now the one scene with the snake um, where Roy Good, like... Sorry, so someone shows up to Alice Fletcher's house with a the baby got... Oh, she think it might have cholera, but it didn't. But it doesn't. has rose rosacea. something. It's not rosacea, but it's rose something. So, Eovi, the mother, and the... You know, so go see the medicine woman. Yeah. Brings the baby out there. Eovi puts it down in the... Uh, Roy can't speak because he's been shot in the neck. Or not speak very well. Not loudly. Yeah. Um. So... Puts the baby down on the ground, and then, yes, a rattlesnake comes into the so – wanders this, into the house. This is the only problem I have. And then he shoots the the head off the rattlesnake. Yes. Because he's this amazing shot. This is my only problem. There was a long time before the snake started coming into the room that <laughs> he could you have, like – You didn't see that first? You let the snake get right next to the baby? Yeah. Um, How so, are you going to get that well-lit shot of the baby next to the rattlesnake? I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I just thought that was – silly but i was like it was a cool shot though but it was silly um i love um oh what's his name we talked about him the oh no uh we haven't talked about him um child actor um uh was child in actor. game of thrones one of the the he had the green site you know he plays the is that just playing whitey yes oh i didn't even recognize him oh yeah so whitey yes um so at one point he takes a couple shots um from some guys who are causing some right, trouble. Right, a couple guys town. are causing some ruckus. They they want the whores, but they don't realize the whorehouse is gone type yeah. of thing. And Whitey great, comes out. And... Great shots. <laughs> like, I just love all of that. All of the gunfighting. I'm like, more gunfighting. Doherty taking a shot at, at, what's his name, throat. All good stuff. I do, you know, we do feel there's, you know, the sheriff's got the sheriff's sweet on the Dockery character and yep. Dockery's going to get sweet on Roy Good and we're going to have some love triangle thing and it's going to be like, we didn't bah. need, we did not need this. No. Um, as a director, I think Scott Frank is a little showy. Like you, like you said, you know, why did they wait so long for the rattlesnake to get in? Well, so we could have that shot of a baby next to a rattlesnake. And I don't think like the storytelling could be a lot better. It just I don't think it's a little bloated. There's a little more going on than you need it. Like. A little bloated, and I just think that like even the way like so we already know that this horrible thing happened in the town. 
but I don't think we have to go over and over it again. Mm. Like, I think you can reference it. <laughs> As but, a viewer, we remember. Yeah, like, it wasn't that long. It was last episode. It wasn't, didn't take that long to, to get here. Um, so, yeah. That's, there's, a, there's a lot going on that I don't know if it's going to, we're trying to teach Trucky how to become a real Indian. We're like. Yeah, it's. The sheriff's, the daughter that killed his wife in childbirth is like off. Yeah. She doesn't really speak. She's a little She's mute. A mute. Um, yeah, and there's a, it could just be that thing where, like, he wanted to write a Western, and he had a bunch of ideas, and he just, this is my one shot at making a Western. Nobody's ever going to let me make another one, so yeah. I'll just put everything in there. Put everything in there. Um, and it's a little it's a little bloated, a little saggy, and yes, what some people are saying and Caitlin is concurring with, and I guess, yeah, I would concur with it as well. How much of a problem you have with it is up to listener discretion, but the trailer is not representative of what the show actually is. Yeah. Whether you have a problem with that or not is, your mileage may vary, but... Did you have a problem with it? I mean, I guess we've been saying we had a, we both had a problem with it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something different. I was a little surprised at how men-focused it was, mm. since I was thinking it was going to be lady-focused. Um, I'm still going to watch it, though, because I do find Westerns interesting. It is not as good as Deadwood. <laughs> like... I don't think anybody would say that. I'm and just I've never saying, so like, you, you have seen I've not seen all of Deadwood. I've by, seen by that I mean any. But I've seen all of Oh really? Oh okay. My dad has. I like oh. I like bought it for my dad a few Christmases ago. So he, maybe he loved it. Deadwood may be a thing I could give you. Yeah. Okay. You can give me Deadwood. Um I did see all of Deadwood. Um there were things I had problems with with Deadwood as well. Um but it was or, I mean it was quite a while ago and they were doing a lot of things that you know, it was sort of one of the shows at the beginning of the golden age of television. That's yeah, all yeah. quotation marks. Um, so it was doing some new things, um, but it was a lot of fun. I don't get as much fun from this show. Mm. It's a little more serious, um, but there are some, there are some good bits and enough for you to stay with it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm interested if, especially cause it's supposed to be sort of like a limited series. I am interested to see this arc and what happens in the end. Yeah. He probably, he, if it's a limited series, he probably didn't break it like a TV show, right? Yeah. Like it's, you look at something like any of these shows where it's all written by one person, you look at true, you know, I don't like to look at true detective, but if you look at true detective <laughs> had a, had a similar thing where it was like, there were a lot of slow moments and yeah. then you got to like, and true detective, it was like episode five or six where there was this like tour de force raid on a drug house type of thing, all done in one tracking shot. Like yeah. as a writer, you're not looking as the episodes as episodes. You're looking as the whole thing as like, this is not, I'm not telling a complete story in this one episode. This one episode is fitting the entire yes. seven hour thing. Absolutely. So you have to look at the whole thing. It's a limited series. So you have to look at the whole series as a whole in case just episode by episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we're both curious enough, intrigued enough by it to stay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, am I curious? Uh, is it going to replace the expanse on my viewing? Oh God, no. <laughs> God, good, good, wrong good with God, you? no, you idiot. Um, but yeah, I, this is like a seven for me. Yeah, I think it's the same, like exact same score. I, there's so much I want to wait to see about. Like, do they tone down the rape? Um, <laughs> do they? Um, do the women sort of come together a little bit more? Like, what? How's this? What's with the naked chick riding the horse through town? Oh, I thought uh, I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> the dude from the mine shows up. Yeah. And she's like picking flowers, buck naked. And the, the, what's her name? Sarah. Well, Sarah buck- is like. Jesus Christ. She's not buck naked, but she's like very, doesn't have any, really any clothes on. Not very many. And um, Mary Sue, that woman ain't got hardly no clothes on. 
Um, I think it's like they're so used to men not being around. Yeah. That they, could just, <laughs> Maybe. they don't want to wear a corset and a dress if they don't have like, to. She's kicking around. There's the John Doe, the one guy who survived the mining crash and what the like, hell happened to him like yeah, his brain's fried um, well it's a lack of oxygen right it's oh, totally okay probably um yeah and so nobody knows his name and there's yeah so there's like bits and there's lots of going things going on so but like you'll you'll be in a moment like the dinner with the mining rep and you'll be like you'll be like oh this is great yeah and then you spend 20 minutes watching roy good break horses and you're like this is Slow. less great <laughs> and boring Real boring. So, it's uneven. Yeah. But when it's good, it's good. Yeah, agreed. If totally that's, agreed. If that's enough for you to hang with, that's up to y'all. But we are we are tentatively endorsing it. Yeah. So that is on your Netflixes. Cheap as not free. Cheap as nine ninety nine a month or whatever you're already whatever paying your for it. subscription is. Um, and that is out there, ready for your binging enjoyment. And dear God, we're gonna get the hell out of here. We are. Hope you enjoyed spending. We hear you like spending time with us, so we gave you more time than usual. Yeah, and also ninety five, right? Like that's a, a ninety five. That's, that's a, a good age to hit. <laughs> that's okay. You you are winning if you hit if you hit age ninety five. Yeah. Episode ninety five though, not episode one hundred. No. We are thinking about it. We are. Kind of. Kind I mean, of. So, know, a little. Something will happen. I'll get a noisemaker or something. <laughs> something will happen. No, we should. We should commemorate it. I think Somehow. so. Be here for a hundred damn episodes. Come on now. If you would like to send early congratulatory missives, there are a few ways you can do that on the Twitter at GeekdownPod, Instagram at GeekdownPod, email us GeekdownPod at gmail.com or on our Facebook group. Which is at www.facebook.com forward slash GeekdownPod. If you'd like to support this endeavor financially, even if it's a dollar, we'd love dollars. We love, finding a dollar is like the best day ever. Come on now. Speak on it. You found a dollar. You pick up your old pants out of the laundry. You know, yeah. you're going to do your laundry, going through your pockets of your pants. You pull out a dollar. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Or, is great. or someone else's pants. Not naming names, but like. <laughs> Don't let Caitlin do your laundry. <laughs> no, because she, she is, will check your pockets and steal your dollars. Skimming. <laughs> it's, the cost of, it's the cost of laundry privileges. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. If you're doing the laundry, you can keep what you find in the pockets. But like a dollar. People significantly are like, hey, I had a dollar in there. And I'm like, don't anymore. <laughs> it's not It's not your dollar. It's my dollar now, bitch. Yeah. Um, you can find out how you can support this endeavor financially at our Patreon campaign, which is patreon.com slash geekdownpod. Thank you so much to all of the patrons we already have who are supporting us month in and month out. Uh, we hope you enjoyed last week's little brief patron bonus. Yeah. Uh, I'll let the people know so they know what they're missing. It was Caitlin reading 21 Savage lyrics. It was. Caitlin was not prepared for the inclusion of the onomatopoeia skr. Skr. Uh, it's supposed to be like a wheel it's Tire screeching. screeching, yes. It's very popular in the rap music these days. Also, though, when it's written out, is skr. 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 Kate not prepared for that. No. Very amusing to watch her try and suss it out. <laughs> uh, and if you're a patron, you got to hear it last week. And you'll get to hear the continuing adventures of Gresseth, the Red Dragonborn Paladin. Hopefully next week. Hopefully soon, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We left him in a very dire position mm-hmm. last time we saw him. Mm-hmm. So we'll have that for y'all coming soon. Thank you so much for listening, friends. My name's Jordan Ferguson. I'm headed back to Los Santos. My name's Caitlin McKinnon. I'm headed back to Hamilton. Theme songs by Rob Gasser. He never left Switzerland. I don't think so. And we'll be back next week for another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. See you next week. Remember when I used to sing things? 
you still do, but what in specific? I just at the very beginning, the first couple of like end bits we did was just me saying random things. <laughs> <laughs> 